Check one, check one, check one, two, 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 two. Shouldn't we check mics bef- like before we start our podcast? Yeah, but I wanted to do it for fun. I knew this one audio guy. He would always he that's how he checked his mics. He kept saying he kept saying two, 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 two. That's having worked in pro audio. That's that's that, pretty pretty standard. Really? They yeah. say two, two, just like that. Hey, 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 one, two, two, two. You're looking for those like pops, oh, the like T. the T's. Never and, yeah. considered that. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. yep. interesting. You, hey, everyone, we all learned that together. Here, I thought we'd end up editing this start out, and we all learned. Yeah, good buddy of mine. Oh. Look at that! I got extra sound effects. Good buddy of mine, uh, Trey is. I uh, oh, mean, he's just this crazy awesome audio engineer i mean he's he's a genius in in all things technical particularly particularly like production oriented Mm -hmm. yeah but uh i i learned under him and he's 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 crazy good and that's cool he indeed taught me too he didn't really teach me you just kind of emulate what you see in here and yeah i remember being a uh, a small young middle school boy and you used to mix the simulcast thing and i could tell from afar you didn't like me in another lifetime <laughs> so hey well, we're, we're solid seven podcast welcome everybody what well, an intro we just dive right in so uh we're not a show about nothing but we're not a show about any one thing each week we get together and we talk about the things that interest us in the world and we invite you to come along with us come along i think i've done that before yes you have and it also went nowhere then Hey yo! Now I did. Consistency. I, I started to sing a little ditty one time. I didn't go anywhere with it, and I'm like, "You don't know what that's from, do you?" I'll come back to it. And what I started to sing was, "Come along, you belong." Now the next lines are, "Feel the fizz of cuckoo cola," and that is from I kid you not. And this is the most random thing. Mm-hmm. There used to be a children's cartoon show, Chippendales okay. Rescue Rangers, mm. and there was an episode of Chippendales where there was like a cult. And this cult worshipped Cuckoo Cola, and that was the jingle. Seems from the, a little mature for a kid show. Hey, we, we used to keep it real back in the day. Yeah, I guess so. None of this frou-frou-y garbage they've got now. But so that was literally, that's the jingle from this fake soda in this kid's cartoon show that was on, I don't wow. even know how long ago. And it, it stuck. I'm like, whoever wrote that, I hope you're writing actual jingles that's for real off. life because you're a wizard. Wow. Because I guarantee you that's the proper, like... Tone everything. That's that's the jingle. It wow. stuck like glue. Do you think I could find it on YouTube real quick? Ah, uh, you might be able to. What would I type in? Um, try like Chippendale Cuckoo Cola. Is it Chip and Dale? Yes. Uh, How do you not know Chippendale? They're adorable little. You said Cuckoo Cola. Oh look, Cuckoo Cola See, popped right I'm not up. The only one. Uh, oh, what is about to happen? Do it. Just, just do it. All right. I'm gonna turn it up. You thought I was making this up. Alright, that's enough. We don't want to get pulled or blocked wow. or canceled. That <laughs> was great. Now it will stick in your head too. Well, I'll uh, I'll put that in the show notes so you can all watch that <laughs> so I don't, in its yeah, entirety. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, like three episodes ago or something, I did that. And wow. Anyways, I am. That was really loud. Sorry for those levels, but uh, I'm Kale. Across from me, my good uh, buddy Josh. Hello. And 
No, no guest this week. It has been a minute. Just the two of us. I uh, I floated some some guests by Josh, and he's like, "No, man, I I miss our I miss our us time." So here we are. Yeah, I think Mackenzie said uh, that I was just hanging out with her and uh, her fiance boyfriend. I think they're fiance. I don't remember. It's fiance. <laughs> it's fiance. It's <laughs> fiance. I knew it was because they talked about their marriage. So I don't know why I blinked there for a second. I've hung out with Mackenzie exactly twice. And I'm positive it's fiance okay. and that you're a bad friend. These no, two it's because I'm I was sure confusing uh, her with her other friend that we hung out with and they are dating. I'm like, no, are they engaged too? My God, I'm a terrible person. And you're friend. the worst. <laughs> well, hey, it didn't involve you. So why would you care? Exactly. <laughs> uh, and she, she said, this, I think she mentioned that slightly that like, hey, you guys should just be you guys again. You don't, you don't have to have a guest. Oh, I thought she was going to say something like, now when I hang out with you, like, it feels like I'm on the podcast. Uh, no, but I did, we did talk about it often. She, uh, I think she had some critique, but I forgot all of them already. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie, please direct all of your feedback to me where um, you will be heard and cared for. I told her we should have her on eventually because she was giving me some crazy conspiracy stories. And I was like this, I was like, everything we just talked about for the last hour should have been recorded because that was very interesting. So for for those of you that don't know the random person that we're talking about, Mackenzie, yeah, good yeah. friend of uh, Josh's wife, a bridesmaid in the uh, wedding, which is how I met her, uh, and a dedicated Patreon supporter. So thank you. Thanks. Mackenzie. Shout out. So. And your fiance, Chris. Hey, I played, got to play his VR head on a, his Oculus. Yeah. Dude, have you ever used an Oculus? No. They're fantastic. You've never even tried one. No, I'm super interested. Dude. Like I've, I've gotten very close to buying one several times now. Okay. Uh, and I, my hang up is like, Facebook. oh, you've got to have a Facebook account. Yeah. He said, and they're think, geniuses. Cause that's like, okay. I think he, he said he literally reactivated his Facebook just so he could use it. Uh, I've heard amazing things. Yeah. Uh, did you finish your intro to the show? Should I dive into the Oculus? Uh, well, we shouldn't dive into anything before Ooh. we dive into these Jocko ghosts, sir. Pop that top. Mm. Cheers, sir. Cheers, friend. To the pod acquaintance more so. and uh speak, great minds think alike like we didn't coordinate this but we no, both, we both rolled in, in with that with the sa sour apple sniper hitter who's the guy hitter. that made this one jp Denell. jp Denell. jp Elite was steel a uh, sniper he That's was cool. a yeah he was a sniper there and uh i didn't know bruiser. they i didn't know they had the discipline equals freedom logo on this that's interesting yeah, it's it's layers bro it's layers. You wow. don't even know. You're not even on the path, are you? I am. I'm on the path, bro. I'm getting after it. So, cheers, friend. Cheers. Us. Um, probably um, shouldn't talk about Jocko and then make that kind of voice. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pouring mine in. This is big podcast cast news. This is a mm, big update. Mm. I'm pouring mine into my Solid Seven podcast mug. Because Patreon finally sent us a replacement for the broken one. I didn't even know they did. I walked in and in my little seat we was a mug. We both have fully functional, fully functional mugs now. hey Um, We should bid for charity or something or for us to pay off the gear. Um, <laughs> the broken mug. You but that's the thing. You don't even have to give it up now. It used to be you'd have to sell something. Mm. Now you just sell a non-fungible token of that thing and you keep the thing... And the person gets some code, and I, I guess that's like the new like baseball cards. They're like, oh, look at this super rare NFT I own. And you're like, right, but I can see that picture of the NFT. Like, you don't own the picture. No, but I own the NFT to the picture. I have no idea what you're talking you about. You haven't heard about NFTs? Like, this no. is 
blowing up right now. Really? Like NBA's on it. Like they're selling an NFT stands for non fungible token. Like so you can't duplicate it. You can't fake it. So my understanding of this is very minimal and I probably have no business talking about it and I will only confuse you about it further. But it it's literally like this bit of digital code, like unique digital code. And it's like, this is the NFT to this thing. These things have gone off. I'm talking artists have sold like NFTs. You're not buying the art. Mm -hmm. You're buying the NFT for the art. Is it the same price? Tens of millions of dollars. To have a JPEG. It's not a JPEG. It's an NFT. Dude, I mean, we probably need to look something up to try to get into it a little bit. But like... uh. What's his name? Who's the who's the cuckoo guy who kind of looks like a pirate now that owns Twitter? J- Jeff, is that Jack? Jack Kirby. I was going to say Tom, but Tom's my space. No, Jack Kirby is a Marvel. No, it's Jack. Artist. So he sold an NFT. Non-fungible token? Non-fungible token is a unit fungible? of data. I said fungible. <laughs> a unit of data stored on a digital letter called a, a ledger called a blockchain that certifies a digital asset to be unique and therefore not interchangeable. NFTs can be used to represent items such as photos, videos, audio, and other types of digital files. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. So, Jack, Josh is not urinating. <laughs> He's pouring pouring his Jacko go into his mug poorly. <laughs> it sounded um, like so like so like look this up though jack sold the sold an nft for the first ever tweet or for his first tweet whichever it is this thing sold for millions of dollars but here's the thing so somebody owns that nft somewhere jack dorsey i was close it's a kirby dorsey same difference sells his first ever nft uh t tweet for over 2.9 million million 2.9 2.9 million. Now, you and I can both go look at that tweet. We're looking at that tweet right now, just setting up my Twitter. But with no I or E in Twitter. So, but somebody owns an, an NFT. Somehow, it's it's tied to that. Somehow, it has something to do with that tweet. Who are these, can I say, idiots that think that's a good purchase? Does well, it go to charity? Okay. Does the money so at least go to here, charity? Here's the thing with that idiot word. And my natural inclination would be to, to join you in that assessment, right? But... The reality, so they're making these NFTs, and there is some argument to be made that they're no different than any collectible that people have gone crazy over ever. You don't. It's not that you own. Not unlike our show, it's not that you own nothing, right? Like you've got this bit of code that you own, and it's unique to you, and nobody else can own it unless you sell it. So now that code is the rare Jordans, or that code is. But the, you don't the rare have the Jordans. Cards. You don't. No. Then that's stupid. Why do I want that? I I don't I don't get it. But I'll say this: like, do you there's, think we don't know the full story, or is this literally it? Start- I don't know. I know this: like Gary Vaynerchuk, who he's a pretty well known guy because he's a pretty big social media presence. Yeah, I'm not the biggest. Like I don't dislike Gary V, but I'm not. I can't stand his. I'm videos. not all about him. I'm right? Tired of the beanie. What's up with um, the beanie? But uh, like he's he's big on like he's very uh, bullish on this. Like he thinks NFTs are going to be this big thing. He thinks it's going to be like baseball cards once were, like basketball cards once were, like shoes kind of are now. 
where you, you'll get together and you'll talk about this rare NFT that you own and you'll compare and you'll trade and you'll buy them. So he just launched a big project where he's gone all in on like creating his own market to auction them uh, and sell them. So um, Gary Vee, at the very least, seems to know something I don't know now. Only time will tell if he's right or wrong. But Oh, look, uh, Jack, uh, I guess when it was sold... He said, ending this March 21st, will immediately convert pro- proceeds to Bitcoin and send it to uh, at give directly Africa response. Yeah, he did some good things with it. Dang, that's 50 point a lot of now, numbers. Now, who knows Bitcoin. what the carbon footprint was of all that, that Bitcoin. Oh, yay. Because it's, you know, did you uh, see that today? No. It was big news a couple weeks ago. Tesla was going to start like they oh, bought the a bunch. Of, they bought a bunch of Bitcoin, number one. Mm hmm. Tesla bought like I think it was around a billion dollars in Bitcoin. Wow! And then, as so often happens with anything tied to Elon, everybody's like, "That's so dumb. Why would you do that? Whatever." And then they were up like one and a half billion dollars on that investment in like the first quarter. It made wow. up a mass like they had this massive earnings report, and Bitcoin had as much to do with, their Bitcoin investment had as much to do with it as anything else they had done. So, but then they had also announced, kind of in concert with all that, like, "Well, you can buy a Tesla with Bitcoin now." That's but cool. Bitcoin, and again, I, I don't understand all this either. Let's spend the whole night talking about things we don't really know about. Because I that think we know people, very, that we know just enough about to misinform everyone. Uh, my friend uh, Adam, who uh, will probably be on the podcast soon, uh, he, he and I always joke like, I read the title of this article, and we're going to sit here and argue about it, and we don't really know what side we're arguing <laughs> for, but I know I'm mad. I just, now are we going to book Adam for the pod like we booked him for your wedding? Oh! Hey, here, here's a new sound effect just for that. Just kidding. We love you, Adam. We, we love you. Um, but so I think everybody kind of has like some concept or whatever of all this digital currency now. Like some of it's hard to wrap your mind around the, the way it works and stuff. But however Bitcoin was built, however that exists, it's really limited in like how many transactions can be done in it per second or per minute or whatever. So it's like the, you think about the volume of purchases being made with like credit cards every second, every minute, every whatever, mm-hmm. like all over the world. Like Bitcoin can't replace that because they, they can't process that volume in the same amount of time. Mm. So there's some challenges with Bitcoin itself as a, as a currency. So I was always a little like, how are you going to buy Teslas with it? But I guess if you have time to, to wait, then you could do it. But today they come out and uh, Elon's like, yeah, we're, we're not going to take Bitcoin because it's too... Um, it's too like energy inefficient. Like maintaining Bitcoin and mining Bitcoin. Isn't um, this all like invisible in the airwaves stuff? Yeah, How is this but like energy? the way this data is stored. And so with this digital currency, you do something called mining. So it's like you have computers out there like solving equations. And over time, they solve enough or they do enough. And, and they're doing the work of like maintaining the blockchain. So the way these cryptocurrencies work, there's this blockchain out there. It doesn't exist on like any one server or computer, right? It exists on lots of servers and computers. So that's part of what makes it hard like to fudge the numbers because it's like if you buy some Bitcoin, then that transaction of you buying and owning that Bitcoin gets added to the blockchain. But that blockchain is copied like over and over and over again in all these places. So even if it got corrupt in one place, the rest of the places that it is it would compare and go, no, that's, that's not right. Mm. Right. So, but there's all the computers are, uh, like really pow- tend to be like, especially like big, 
um, like power hungry processors. That's why there's these fans and heat sinks and stuff in your computers. Right. Like a lot of heat, a lot of energy. All that heat coming off tells you how energy inefficient it is, right? That heat is literally wasted energy that it's dissipating. Mm. So then with big server farms and stuff, it's even it's even more so. Ah, so there's all these big server farms in like these third world countries now. They do it where electricity is cheap. Doing because th- stuff like Bitcoin has gained so much value where one coin is worth, it fluctuates, but I think it's, I don't know, $50,000 or 60. I don't know. It's a massive number for Bitcoin right now. So it's become, if they can get the energy cheap enough, it's become worth it to them. It's really hard to mine a single Bitcoin now because there's so many. Like only like a finite number of Bitcoins will ever be generated. And then that's it. There's no more. Hmm. Um, so as there's less and less of that number left, it's harder and harder to mine them and obtain them. So early on, you could like, you know, run it on your home PC and you might be able to mine long enough to end up with a coin or something. Uh, but you can't anymore. So that's using up massive amounts of energy and giving, and you're doing, they're doing it in places where they're burning coal for that energy. And wow. so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what got into Elon today, but he's like, no, well, like I believe in crypto, but Bitcoin's too energy hungry. So we're not going to accept that anymore. And then he tweeted out, you know, and it's like past time for a carbon tax or something. I'm just like, dude, like, did you get back into Joe Rogan's weed stash or something? Like, what's going on with you today? Maybe he sat after his SNL bit. Apparently people didn't like uh, that he did something. I know he said he uh, has uh, Asperger's. Yeah, no. I, you know, we, I didn't watch the show. I've never been an SNL fan. Here's my theory on SNL. Okay. Um, SNL's never been good. That's my theory. Hmm. SNL is really, really good every once in a while. They land on a bit or a recurring character that is genius, right? And then the rest is garbage. Like, just not funny. Like, doesn't even, not even, like, you're watching and you go, oh, that's funny. It doesn't even rate that, let alone an actual laugh. But sometimes it's pure genius. Sure. And so when we all look back on SNL, we remember the genius stuff. And so nobody's ever like, SNL's awesome right now. Everybody's like, SNL used to be awesome. It used to be hilarious. It's because you f- you forgot yeah. all of the garbage between the genius bits. Yeah. But right now that you don't have any space on it. So I, you- uh, I disagreed with you initially, and then you said your case, and then I agreed with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just not good. I really liked uh, the when Andy Samberg did the digital shorts. Those are, I liked those a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've watched those. He's had some genius genius moments i kind of want his career path if lazy I could. sunday my wife and i, I mean, still basically all of his digital sort shorts ended up being his lonely island all his lonely island content almost but um and I, like i still if justin timberlake's gonna be on i'm mm-hmm. in like i'm gonna watch that's gonna be a solid episode sometimes right. they have just thoroughly solid episodes so knowing that that's how i feel about uh, snl i thought elon did fine for not being an actor, for not being a musician, for not being somebody who's used to like performing and being on stage, and a dude who's admittedly awkward, um, you know, maybe they were poking the crowd with cattle prods, but I felt like there were some legit, legit laughs in his hmm. monologue. I didn't actually watch it. He had a line that was like, um, you know, sometimes after I say something, uh, you know, I have to say, and I really mean that. Because because of my tone of voice, people can't tell when I mean things. That's funny. It is funny, right? And then... Because um, I live in that life sometimes. He said people like... Some, if something like people dog me for being... Or, or like posting weird things on the internet or something. He's like, that's just how my mind works. He's like, I mean, 
I reinvented the electric car and I'm sending people to Mars on a rocket ship. Did you think I was going to be like a normal chill dude? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, his his mom was on. Her accent's heavier than his. They're South African. Yeah, and uh, which is a really, really cool accent. Like, to me, South African and uh, the New Zealand accent. Those are really up there. Uh, Kira had a good, good friend that uh, when Kira lived in Japan for a year, one of her best friends there, uh, Dale, she is from South Africa, and she had a dope accent, too. And she'd, she'd always say this. She would go, shime. She'd always say that. So, she uh, so his mom's was a little heavier. It just made her hard to understand at times. Like, I'm not knocking it. But um, so that some of that stuff didn't land as much because the delivery was just a little slow. And, right. And the, the bits were, I mean, they were as funny as an SNL bit can be these days. He did a part of Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. Where they were asking him to ex- explain Dogecoin, not yeah. unlike what we've done just now with a few different things. Right. And every time he'd like explain what it is, in not even in Elon terms, like in pretty basic terms mm-hmm. of. And so the gag was every time he got done explaining it, they'd go, right. But what is Dogecoin? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a decent bit and he did. He did good with it. So that's funny. Yeah, I thought he did. All right. I thought I read that a lot of his uh, bits that he pitched, they like hated and like he was getting a lot of flack from the behind the scenes. I tweeted him an idea for a bit, and I think it would have been genius. I don't think did they he, ever would have gone for did it. He read it, and I'm not even going to. I don't know. Like he didn't reply or anything because he, he was getting a lot. Yeah. Um. Because like he put it out there like on the internet, like, hey, give me ideas. Oh, okay. for bits. Um. And this is actually from uh my IT guy at work who is also actually our newest uh, Patreon supporter. What up? Hey, Eric. Welcome, buddy. So. Eric said it to me. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm sending it to him. He's like, the bit needs to be like the SNL actors whining about Elon hosting because a bunch of them were actually bent out of shape about it. So just them sitting. Shut up. You're paid to literally do nothing and make funny jokes all day. And you're mad. So, but just put like, put them in a room. Like they're in the green room Mm -hmm. and they're talking about it. Can't believe they booked him. I'm, you know, I'm going to walk out. I'm not going to do this. Like them just going off. Right. And Elon walks in. Right. And basically like informs them all that he just bought the network. That's funny. And them like immediately change their tune. That's funny. It would have been a good bit. How do you keep it going? That's a good premise. But how do you keep it going? Well, I think that's a lot of what they get wrong Mm. is they'll have a really funny bit Mm -hmm. and they take it just slightly too far. They don't know when to end it. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were talking Andy Sandberg, the I don't know the title of that bit, but the happy birthday to the ground bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got weird with yeah. Ryan Reynolds and cut the last one third of that bit off yeah. and it's gold. I threw it on gold, the ground. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it got really so, weird. But at with the, the end, he's, yeah, he's, it, they, it was just slightly too far. The rest was funny. You're right. You've been uh, spot on today with Dude, your my, SNL. My SNL take is legit. Um, it's not never funny. Don't come at me with your crappy SNL takes. All right. Don't yeah. come at me. Oh, what about blah? Yeah. Blah's funny. Mm-hmm. But the 90% of crap that surrounded it was not. Who did the, the one space one where um, the Bobby Boynahan Moynihan, uh, did these like, I miss my kitty cat. Uh, I don't know. That and then one. I think it was Daniel Craig was like the captain of like a spaceship. <laughs> and it kept cutting back to what I miss my kitty cat. There. So again, like anytime Justin Timberlake's on, I'm yeah. in, it's going to be funny. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm in for that. They, when Bruno Mars hosted, they did a Pandora skit mm-hmm. with Jason Sudeikis. Like the platform streaming platform. Yeah. So the idea was that like Pandora was going down, like their network was failing. So they were losing stations. Mm-hmm. So like Jimmy, the intern had to emulate 
that artist. <laughs> so it's just him over and over again. And Bruno Mars is nailing these impersonations, right? That's like funny. he's doing Aerosmith, he's doing Bieber, he's doing Michael he Jackson. Like cool and dude. of course, like he is like Michael Jackson reincarnate, right? right yeah. Like, so you finally get to see him do MJ and nails yeah. it, right? Yeah. And so, but once again, they take it too far. So like the whole process, spoiler alert, super old bit, um, like the whole process just takes so much out of him that he dies at the end of the of the bit. I'm like, oh, that's, that took no. a dark turn. You could have just been like, you saved us. We're back up. And done. Clap. Over. End scene. Yeah. Cl- close the curtain. But huh. that one, look, if you haven't seen it, look that one up. It's a, it's a good one. So they have their genius moments. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, like the early days are what everybody loves, you know, and like, you know, Steve Martin being on there and all this, you know, oh, yeah. we went through a wild thing with the crazy guys. That stuff holds up the down by the river. Yes. Uh, well, that was that was later. That was that next generation. They, Farley was was genius. Yeah. Chris Farley was really, really strong. Do you think he would uh, he still be alive if he didn't die? I don't know. How old was Here's, he? Man, we're going over a lot of like my standard life theories tonight. I got real strong feelings about okay. SNL. Okay. Um, right. I, I strongly believe this and I've got concerns. I've got some All personal right. concerns. You can be really funny and get by okay. You can be pretty fat and get by okay. Okay. But if you're really funny, if you're world-class, famous, funny, and fat, you can die. Okay. Chris Farley. John Candy. Yeah. There's probably others. I'm, I'll admit that I'm blanking right now. Let me Google fat comedian. Uh, what about funny comedians who's the one? Um, no, there was the one guy. Oh, gosh. What's his name? Um, Ralphie May. Didn't he die? Uh, I don't think he was funny. Is he the guy with the really small head but huge body? I don't know. And no, Ralphie, if, still, Ralphie, if you're alive, I'm sorry. You're no, I think gonna, he is alive. You're never going to hear this. Ralphie May. Yeah, I definitely don't no, like this he, maybe he's Oh, he there. is dead. He Boom. died in 2017. See, I I know my funny Poor fat, guy. dead people. He only had so one I'm just saying, so here's the thing. Like, I'm not small. He had children, and I'm, too. I'm funny. That's funny. His but kids' not, names are April, June, May, and August, May. That's clever. Reminds me of an old Married with Children bit. Oh. But no, I did, I did not find this dude funny. Do you watch Married with Children growing up at all? No, you would have been sir. pretty young for it. Okay. I won't recount the bit, but there was a good April, <laughs> May, June. Is you know how bit. on Google, when you Google things and then right below like the Wikipedia link, usually there's a people also ask the third one down. Why was Ralphie May so big? <laughs> why do you think hamburgers and French fries? Um, rest in peace. Hey, friend. maybe he might've had a thyroid problem. You don't know, Josh. I think he had a fork you, and knife you problem. Dirty body shamer. I just like, being healthy today our staff we were able to go to insomnia cookie and they're like it's on the house and i was like no thank you i don't want those sugar-coated lies i could be so proud yeah i turned it down it was free too oh good for you so, yeah i yeah, thought I've if got, i could control it so here's my thing like right now i'm i'm a little hefty mm-hmm. it's a problem it's a problem mm-hmm. um i'm not ralphie mayor but sure i mean don't yeah okay bigger than i ought to be <laughs> r.i.p ralphie god bless you um I'm pretty funny, but I'm not famous for it. No. But if if the podcast starts to take off, you need to put on some pounds. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to drop some weight. Otherwise, oh, because you're gonna die. This is what I'm saying. Ah, yeah. Ah. So. Here's my thing, and I was talking about this with Chris McKenzie's fiance. Uh, Chris is a pretty skinny dude. 
Okay, he's about the size of this XLR right here, holding my to my microphone. XLR is a mic cable, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And then, uh, and I'm I used to, I've put on some pounds, and but if you look at me like three years ago, I was a twig as well. Um, I think I've just filled in. I don't think I've gotten big. I just filled in. Uh-huh. Okay, and all my life, people are always like, "Oh, you're so skinny. You're so skinny." You're so, and I found that offensive. And asking someone who is skinny as well, he like it's it. It is offensive. Like you can, I can't just go up to someone and go, man, you're so fat. You're so fat. That's offensive. You can't do that. But like I'm, I was probably too skinny for a really long time. And I always kept hearing, you're doing, oh, you're so skinny. Oh, you're skinny. And people said that enviously, but I was taking it as an insult. And I didn't like that. And I didn't feel like that was fair. So I like to, that's why I'm, I don't like making fat jokes. There's a lot of material to work with, um, but get it. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, we can stop talking about this and yeah, stop I don't offending. Know. Like, there's there's layers to this game, right? So it's like uh, you can be like there, like there's there's lean, right? Like okay. you can be thin, but strong and fit. Sure, yeah. But you can also just be you can also just be Gumby, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can also like be Jim Halpert Gumby. Well, no, Jim. Jim's like pretty ripped these days. <laughs> no, uh, someone on the office called him. Yeah, no. Uh, boom roasted. So, um, and so I think that's probably when people are like, "Oh, you're too skinny." Mm-hmm. I don't know why I hear it in that voice. Like I, I'm hearing like Riho telling you that was uh, a bad Riho. I want to be very clear. I don't think that was a spot on Riho. Yeah, Riho is Josh's lovely Japanese mother-in-law who listens to the show. Hello, and is my favorite friend's mother-in-law. My favorite friend. I'm comfortable saying that on the show because she's the only one that's ever going to listen. My favorite friend. Like of all my friends' mother-in-laws, Riho's my favorite. No, I just couldn't get past that. I'm your favorite friend? No, 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 no. I was going to No. Um, when did you start thinking we're friends? That's why I was so shocked and confused. Uh, I see. No, that was misleading. Okay, that was my bad. That was yeah. the AI legend. I was like, definitely not. We're no. <laughs> um, you're like friend-ish. I thought it was acquaintance. And she's your mother-in-law and, and my favorite of those. Oh, the yes. The favorite doesn't apply to you in any way, shape, or form. Got you. Yeah. Let me be very clear. Um, but anyway, so I think it's more that when people comment. But there's also a little bit of that like um, going into a dark room after you've been in sunlight thing going on. Like people look around, particularly in, in America these days, for being honest, and it's just... Uh, you know, we're, we're thick. Mm-hmm. Everybody's thick. Yeah. I don't mean in a good way. No, yeah. It's we're unhealthy. Thick. And that's what I'm... So then it's like they've been looking at the sun. They look away. And now they can't see anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're, they've been looking at all these thicky, thick people. And then they see somebody who's not. They're like, you need a cheeseburger. Like, no. You need a salad. And that, that's kind of where all of these jokes stem from is we're just thinking it's okay. Your body's shaming. Like, no, you're unhealthy yeah. and you're going to die sooner. And 80%, the CDC said 80% of COVID hospitalizations were obese. People, Google it. It's a fact. Yeah, I don't know. The, well, the CDC is the best. It's not so anymore, not, but. Gosh, what a. What an awful thing to be of all the things you don't want to politicize. Like, mm-hmm. hey, let's go yeah. ahead. Let's leave the doctor people out of our politics. One hundred percent. Let's leave them out of the politics. Right. Not saying um, I hate fat people. I don't hate the person. I don't hate any of it. I just say I just want you to be healthy. I want you to live a long life. And that's well, why I make jokes. Well also Because we I joke about a passed away father. Also this, um, do what you this do what you want to do. Like do what you 
go eat what you want to eat. Live, live how like you want to live a sedentary lifestyle and eat 4,000 calories a day. Uh, Okay. Like this is America, but let's not all pretend there's no consequences. That's my point. Let's not talk, not, let's not act like all, all lifestyles with relationship to food and fitness and health are equal. You're, you're not going to get the same outcome. Right. And that anybody's out, it, you just see the craziest things in the world today. Like like just the craziest things where it's like up is down, left is right. Like I just I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah. So it's like cover of a health magazine. Now, most of the quote unquote health magazines are full of garbage science and, and fitness information oh, yeah. to begin with. Yeah. Um but to you know, to see these covers of these magazines and see someone who's it doesn't matter like the fact that you can be in that kind of shape, that you can be way, way overweight. I mean, we're not talking carrying a freshman 15. No, yeah. I'm that saying like the grossly 300, 400 That you can be pounds. way overweight. Oh, but they're doing yoga. Or look, they, they ran this 10K. That doesn't make you that doesn't make you healthy. Right. Like there's so many things that go into that. And your your metabolic health. And that's where even like you and I used to have this conversation and you were young enough that you rolled my eyes and I think you're starting to catch on to I rolled your that maybe eyes? I knew something. Somebody's eyes were rolled. Nah. Um but like you would subsist off Rice Krispie treats for days. Oh, that was so good. And you'd be like, uh, I'm I'm still skinny. I don't care. Well, you can be you can be thin and not. Dude, have, I was probably molting syrup on the inside you can, of my you body. You can be thin and not my healthy. Bloodstream was syrup. Like um, what doctors will see now, um, like they'll be performing surgery or when they're doing these scans, like they'll see um, like fatty livers, like fatty liver disease that you only used to see in alcoholics. They'll see in children. So, like, you can be thin. You can physically have like a thin, thin frame and be be skinny and 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 actually have a low weight, but have this visceral fat around your organs right. that's super super unhealthy and oh, throwing wow. off all this stuff that's not good that was for, for you. sure me. So you can be super metabolically deranged, where your body just the functioning of your cells isn't optimal. Mm-hmm. That that's broken. That's an issue. Um, and look thin, right? And and be able to do. Um, you know, somewhat active things like diet really plays a massive role in tons of that stuff. But so then now that we're, and I, I'd have to look it up. I don't know where this term gaslighting came from, but we all, it's like a cool new thing uh, to say about everything now. Yes. Um, but it's like, you're just going to, it's like, I'd slap you in the face and then emphatically state that I didn't slap you. That didn't happen. I didn't, I didn't do it. That's gaslighting, right? Like I'm going to tell you something everyone knows to be untrue, but it like it works. Like people will go along. Hmm. And I, I and I particularly with this issue of like no this is this is just as healthy as like, no right no that's why I like Chipotle so much I'm, it's I'm healthy o- I'm okay with hey I I don't mind being this weight I don't mind if it takes years off my life I like my lifestyle then I like my it. I like my diet cool yeah it's America do what you want cool but I we're, like making jokes we're cool right up until you're like militantly going to tell me that I have to respond to that statement. I'm going to maintain this weight. I'm going to eat this way. I'm going to live this sedentary lifestyle. And if I won't look at you and say, it's okay, that's healthy. Right. That I'm, that I'm a bigot. Okay. Well now we've crossed the Rubicon. Now I, I can't go with you. That's, yeah. There's there's no going back from that. Sorry, Jack. No, no, we, we can meet, we can get together. We can be friends at, this is how I want to do it. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, I agree with what you just said. You're very non-confrontational today. Uh, you're just. You uh, need somebody to back you up. You need. You need a fellow troll. Interesting. No, you this is, actually. This is good to learn. You've said things today that uh, I don't disagree with so far. I don't. And again, I probably came off more harsh than what I intended. I don't hate fat people. I just think like it's just a funny subject matter sometimes. Listen, <laughs> I want to be clear. This we're not on YouTube. This isn't a video podcast. I'm full blown fatty fat fatso right now. I can't get on my six hundred pound life. I don't qualify. Mm-hmm. I'm 40, maybe give it a week. I'm forty years old. I'm five eleven. I'm like uh, two forty five right Jeez. now. Jeez, heyo. <laughs> uh, well, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. That's the line. Uh, that's the line you're supposed to use. I'm muscle just weighs. big boned. Speaking of uh, Elon Musk on SNL, I almost bought a Tesla uh, this past week. Um, I didn't know you made Tesla money. I don't. Um, it didn't come from the podcast. No, two reasons. I've gone to the mechanic 15 times with my car. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Uh, and then I was in Colorado. One of my friends texted me, Festus. Uh, he's one of the groomsmen. Uh, he also uh, listens to the pod. He uh, he texted me like, bro, he didn't know I was out of town. He's like, yeah. hey, are you, are you guys stocked up on gas? And I'm like, no and i heard some yeah, i saw some yeah festus the closet's full <laughs> it's top to bottom but i saw some rumblings in a couple places online i knew something was happening i knew the pipeline something but i i didn't think it affected orlando yeah uh and so then he the way he was talking he's like yeah gas stations are running out here and there he, i was like did you go to the wawa by art because he lives close to us I was like, did you go to this one he goes yeah. not that one but the one i was at they were almost out blah blah, blah. i was like freaking out so who do i text i texted kale Yes, you did. And I said, is this real? Are we going to die? And then I didn't realize because time zones, you were already in bed. So then I did some Googling <laughs> and uh, um, found out it's not that big of a deal for people in Orlando. And I almost bought a Tesla because I was like, I don't have to deal. Yeah. If I had a Tesla, I wouldn't have to deal with this. No. But I don't have $568 a month to spend on a Tesla. Yeah. Not that not that tesla's impervious right like the energy that you're going to put into that tesla has to come from somewhere i don't care about that so maybe (laughs) there's some solar somewhere maybe there's some wind somewhere but by and large these days most of the power coming out of your wall is because somebody somewhere is burning something somebody somewhere is burning a fault they're burning some coal they're burning some natural gas uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like a Tesla for the environment. Like, I don't want a, the planet to die, but I, I'm not getting it because I want more trees to live. I want it because it can drive itself, and it just happens to be electric. Yeah. If Tesla was also gas powered, I'd probably be like that's why I want a Tesla. But it's electric, and it just is with. It. But right now, if gas is going to turn out, we're not going to have gas. Oh, having a, an electric car makes yeah. sense then. So I mean, as I understand it, this pipeline is is either almost completely functional again today or will be tomorrow or something like that. But today is Thursday, May 13th. Then it takes a few days, you know, I guess they're saying a couple of weeks for everything to get back to kind of catch up to where it is. In my Googling, I saw that if you live in Florida, most of our gas comes from boat. Anyways. Yeah, it's good to live on a peninsula sometimes. Yeah. Until hurricane season, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did not know that at all. Yeah, that and the occasional sinkhole. Also did not know that there was a pipeline at all near us. That gave North Florida. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know we had pipes. Everywhere. Yeah, where are these pipelines? Like where? I know. I thought Biden closed the one, but well, Keystone. That's, that's why did they close that one? Like but a, then there's this Colonial pipeline. What's the difference? Uh, well, the Colonial pipeline's already built, so there's that. 
Um, so then why? I don't understand. Can you explain this to me like I'm five? I really... Or is it too controversial? Um, I, You know, well, it, the, there's definitely some controversy to it. So What's wh- con- whatever we whatever we say about it, uh, half the people listening will hate it, half the people will love it. Whatever, no matter what we say. But what are the facts? Why do people hate it and why no, do people no, like no, it? No, 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 no. There are no facts anymore. Ah, true. Um, there's lived experience and there's what I believe about this thing and what you believe about this thing. And, mm, and there are Amen, no brother. Um so uh and you know there's there's probably like some of the gripes on on either side are are probably valid and i don't know what all of them are right part of the complaint is like oh this pipeline's gonna break and spill oil all over whatever space right it's gonna contaminate the water source or it's going to has it and um, will it so far i think there's been spills from pipelines before but it's not i mean the fact that you've got to ask me if it happened Mm. Or if there was... I mean, BP, but that was in, like, the water. Yeah. That wasn't on land. Yeah. I thought there's something with Native American. Is it cutting through, like, some of uh, sacred land or something? Is that one of the issues? Well, what doesn't? I mean, that's my thought. Like, we live off Econ Lockahatchee Trail Road. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I mean, I get it, okay. But what doesn't, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and that, I mean, even... (laughs) Like, there's just no room for, for, like uh nuance or anything anymore right like it's uh, yeah i i don't know like all all of history like every land everywhere is a conquered land right like yeah i've heard that like other than maybe every land has been stolen at some point in time you know like okay there there was some point when we were spreading out probably from you know like somewhere in africa i think is the consensus where Mm -hmm. somebody was the first person every place Right. At some point, right? right? Somebody was the first person. But everybody after that is like, you know, I've got the biggest stick. Or or you make a deal. Yeah. Like some of that's done. Like it's not all conquest. It's not all, uh, you know, I don't know. What are they? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the term from uh, Black Panther, colonizer. It's not, it's not all that. It's sometimes like, hey, I'll, I'll buy that off you. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of conquests, uh, did you see that China um, had their rocket land in the ocean? How did conquest get you there? Because they're trying to conquest the world slowly, <laughs> but surely. Yeah, I saw that it landed in the ocean, which if I remember correctly from the last episode, I said was the most likely outcome. I said it too. I said um, it. You did. You Frick, I don't remember it. which one is which. I it's think it's that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, but not because I'm a rocket genius, because legit rocket geniuses did not know where the thing was going to land. Right. Um, it's just the what, like, just the way averages and numbers work. The, yeah. The Earth mostly water, so right. You you've got the better odds that it's going to hit water. But but they didn't know that it wasn't on purpose. They're going to launch more of this rocket. They're going to do the same stupid thing, and actually, like one of those ground paths for it came right over Central Florida. Yeah, I heard. I saw. I think I saw on Reddit people were posting like they. I mean, maybe it was in California or somewhere. They were able to get pictures of yeah. the light of it going across the sky. Well, so the thing is, like when you're in orbit, now obviously it wasn't st- it wasn't going fast enough to stay in orbit. Mm-hmm. So to orbit, you're actually traveling. The trick to staying in orbit is that you've got to be going faster sideways than you're falling down. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly falling, but also going sideways. So the speed to stay in orbit around Earth because it's different for every celestial body Mm -hmm. uh, because of reasons you know uh, mass of the object and you know atmosphere and all that stuff Uh, you get it's like 17,500 miles an hour roughly 
is how fast you need to be going to stay in orbit around Earth. So it was going about that speed, but just not quite. That's why it was being pulled back down by gravity. Right. It didn't have enough velocity. Isn't the ISS going to come down in like a couple of years or something like that? At some point, like we'll be done with it. Like it'll cost more to maintain it than it's worth, and they will intentionally deorbit it. Yeah, they'll burn it up in the atmosphere and that whole thing will fall will, into the ocean. The whole thing will just go the up. Whole thing. None of the none of it can survive the the atmosphere. Uh, pro- there's pro- that's what yeah like there there's always potential for like some pieces that will but that, they, they which know is, most which of is it. why you deorbit over an ocean. Okay, but they can purposely trajectory it. Yeah, to the ocean. Yeah, you can. You you can we can do that on purpose quite well. Right. It's when you don't do it with any intention. So I, this thing, uh, you know, this uh, segment of that Chinese rocket was it was like twenty tons. I mean, it was not little, and was like tumbling about your body weight. Hey oh. And nope. No, you had the right one. <laughs> both, um, <laughs> both both worked. Um, but uh. So then, and it was in like an elliptical orbit, right? So it's not like a perfect circle. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what made it so hard to determine where it was going to come down. Because depending on when it started to make contact with the atmosphere, what part of its orbit it was in, and how thick the atmosphere was there, because that's not a constant either. So that's why it's like, why, why can't smart people tell us this is where this thing is going to land. And that's, right. that's why like those variables were just so that's crazy. And China's just like, yeah, deal with it. I'm still and deal with it. I'm still greatly confused at like the lack of accountability in this. Like, I feel like, isn't, isn't there like a, cause like we have like Geneva convention, like there's rules to war. Like, isn't there like rules to space? Uh, there are for like, you know, responsible, uh, you know, space faring countries that value human life. But then, like, the, like the government in China does not value human life. They value the party. The party comes first. They have a billion people. People are expendable. Mm. If we've got to lose some people to advance the party, mm. the, you consider yourself lucky. You got to die for, for the party. You got to die for the advancement of... How long until this, after this airs, are you still, like, le- living after you said all this about China? Uh, I think they got bigger fish to fry. Than, uh, than you? There's people with much bigger... Now... <laughs> like will I I don't know will I get hacked and my bank accounts shut down stuff? So I, I don't know I think they're busy with pipelines and whatnot. I thought it was Russia that hacked the pipeline uh, who knows who hacked, I mean could be either one oh. and I thought someone told me that they hacked it Russia hacked it and then they were like asking for a ransom and it wasn't like well the group that claimed responsibility for it which of course they're not going to be like uh, you know wearing those fur hats and toasting with vodka they claimed to be apolitical and that they just wanted money. Right. Huh. And but, what? I mean. But we got it up and running. Like, so hey, It's like, hey, Josh, are you a spy? No. Well, that's exactly what you would tell me if you were a spy. Mm. So you're mm. probably a spy. So it's like, hey, hackers, are you from Russia? Yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that no? It is. Yeah. Ah, that's no, but. Nah. Um, I didn't watch that part. Yeah, of, I'm, I'm uh, old. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm multilingual, so I know these. Was things. Zemo? No, he was Sokovian. Yeah, never mind. I hear Sokovia is lovely this time of year. Yeah, especially when it's twenty miles up in the air. Um. So yeah, I mean, if any good comes out of it, I mean, I I, I don't know how much um, like I trust our response to anything like this because um, so many different like agencies and groups that are tasked with keeping ensuring our safety. 
um, and you know, not only our safety, but just kind of the general stability of the world, just ha- are spending time and resources on things that don't have anything to do with that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that some good can come out of this because it did illustrate like how fragile um, our our infrastructure, like our energy infrastructure, our, like our grid. This isn't part of the electrical grid, but it plays into that, right? Really is. Um, and so it would be nice if it saw like if this freaked everybody out and we're like, no, let's, let's harden up. Let's, um, let's, let's get some nerds and make sure this doesn't happen. Like, let's go ahead and give some nerds some piles of money and make sure this doesn't happen. Right. Oh, and by, by the way, uh, we hack you back. Yeah. I was watching the Martian on the flight to Denver and, uh, the one scene where, uh, when Mark went, they tried to save him, but then the rocket blew up. So they're like, frick, how are we going to do this? And then China, they cut to China and they're like, Hey, we have this special rocket that no one knows about. Do we choose to help? And they ended up helping. It was pretty cool. And I sat there watching this here, uh, this rocket just landed in the ocean the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, are they really that, are they that friendly to it? To like people after hearing what you just said? Like maybe it is a real, it, it really is a fictional movie. Then, and that made me kind of sad. Yeah, it's. Um, I it's, feel like I, I should mean, sing "Imagine" now very slowly into the camera. <laughs> uh, I mean, it stings for the Chinese people because it's like the government's hot garbage, but it's right. The people are not bad. It's the government seems you very. Know, but then there's. Uh, I should say. I should. We should probably clarify. We're talking about the Chinese government, yeah, not yeah. Chinese people as a whole. Well, it, so I, you know, I struggle with this sometimes too. Like, I think we all go through phases in America where you know we're not thrilled with the government that we've got. Mm-hmm. But I just think there's a lot of merit, particularly, you know, I mean, we're in this constitutional republic, right? So we've got some say. Um, so it's, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, but like we've got the government we deserve. Like at any given time, we've got the government we deserve. Mm. There's some merit to that. And I, I think that statement works well, you know, in um, uh, a democratic form of government in, a, you know, a republic like we are. We're not a democracy. I'm, you know, I'm very intentionally not saying that because we're, we're not. Mm. Um, and we're intentionally not. It's important that we're not. There's a great Churchill quote. I think it's Churchill. It's either Churchill or Ben Franklin because they both said a lot of dope things, but it's like democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting about what to eat for dinner. <laughs> like you don't want, you don't want ma- ma- democracy, actual democracy of like majority vote wins. 51 out of 100 wins every time. Right. Um, it's, it's mob rule. Like the majority can vote away the rights of the minority. That was whole. That was Hillary's whole thing with the popular vote. Basically, is would be a true democracy if we went off the popular vote, right? Well, like a, a pure democracy, like everything would be a popular vote. Uh, every every bill, every whatever, everything that needed a vote, you'd put it to a vote of the people. So okay, all three hundred twenty-seven million of us, or whatever, were. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. So, but that's why we're we're a constitutional republic. We're we're a republic because the idea is that the states are supposed to be a check on the power of the federal government. That's been slowly eroded away over a few hundred years. So the states aren't near as which is part of why the federal government's as big as it is right now because the states are smaller. The states are less powerful than they not in physical size, right? Uh, but in but in power as as a check on the government. But then the constitution is there to protect the rights of the minority, and we're not talking about. Um, racial minority. We're not talking about sexual orientation or none of that stuff. The, uh, the minority of the sense of the true minority, which is the minority of one. Mm. Like I am a minority of one. I am an, I am an individual. There is no one else. Like you can categorize all you want. I'm, 
I'm Christian, I'm male, I'm heterosexual, I'm you like, okay, you can put me in all these categories. There is no one else who is exactly like me. Mm-hmm. Right? The individual God. the individual is the ultimate minority. And so the constitution exists to protect, not to give. The constitution doesn't give us rights. It recognizes our rights and it's intended to protect our rights from the government. The constitution is actually intended to restrain the government, mm. not the people. Right. Right. So it's there to protect our rights to say, no, no matter how many people want to vote against it, like you can't vote away these rights of the minority. Hmm. Right. I can be the so I mean, obviously they they intentionally because they understood we're 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 going to grow. We're going to figure things out. Right. Like there needs to be a method to change this thing to update it, but it, it should be really hard. And so it is really hard. Right. Uh, to to pass a constitutional amendment and it should be have you seen that meme where it like talks about like people i've seen on twitter and stuff they're like do you think the founding fathers if they saw what we're doing today they'd be like you guys didn't update that it's like you have so many more people why didn't you change things because saying basically it's so ancient why are we still following this ancient well and so what and i get they're trying to be funny right yeah you know haha same as i like the memes where it's like uh, you know, Washington in a pair of modern sunglasses and like the caption is just Benjamin get the muskets. Mm, right. So like, true. you know, you can see all kinds of, you know, conservative or, or, you know, on the right type memes or whatever. They're like, Oh, the, the founding fathers would have been stacking bodies years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, not endorsing that. Like, uh, again, it's something that's said for fun, but it's like, oh, you just want to be violent. No, it's it's just a it's just a funny thing. Like nobody, no, we we did the Civil War thing when when pretty six hundred thousand people were dead. Nobody, Dang, that many? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a problem. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody in their right minds actually looking to do that. Yeah, again. Um, but uh, what they fail to understand is that what the Constitution dealt in, what the what the founders were counting on, what they were what they were dealing in was human nature. Mm-hmm. Human nature hasn't changed in the least. Right. Um, that's even like, they understand that people tend to be both uh, power hungry and jealous. That was the, the genius of the checks and balances system mm-hmm. is that like the different branches would be jealous of, would be protective of their power from the other branches. Like they wouldn't let them usurp. Now it's because we've made so many different changes. We've made some. We made some. We've made some great changes. There, there are some great amendments to the Constitution. We've made some really bad changes that weakened the power of the states. That uh, you know, um, we've given. We've ceded too much power, like from the legislature to to the executive, like from Congress to the president. Right, like all laws. All laws are supposed to emanate from Congress, and that's because they're the closest to the to the people. Right. right. Like the house is supposed to be directly elected by us prior to the 17th amendment. The senators were elected by the states, by the state legislatures. Mm. And that was for two reasons that removed, uh, the Senate from mob mentality that removed the Senate from like when something really bad happens and we're all like just really moved and angry and mortified. We're like, we've got to do something about this. Right. That's really not the best time to make big decisions. Correct. Like when you're angry and fired up. Right. And so the house, like those jokers face election every two years. So they got to be super responsive yeah. to like what's going on in the populace. 
And the idea was that the Senate was a little bit removed from that. It was still Republican. It was still a Democratic principle, right? They were being elected by the people that we were electing, right? You'd right. elect your state legislature. They would select the senators for your state, right? Right. So it's still representative government. But they, A, because they were selected by the state legislatures, it was, they were representing the state at the federal level. It was that check on power of the federal government. Mm-hmm. Right. It was saying, no, we're not going to let a bunch of people in Washington who don't understand what we're like here and what we believe in, what we value, what our challenges are, dictate how we live our lives day in and day out. Mm. Um, so it was it was that check on power. So they really were a representative of the state, but they were just a little bit more removed from the people at large so that they could take their time and make a decision and not have this immediate consequence of the people. They could take their time to slowly and intentionally and intelligently consider a matter before weighing in because they had that little bit of space removed. Right. They had a longer term in office mm-hmm. at six years and a little bit of removal. So they get, everybody gets a chance to, to calm down and kind of gain their, gain their senses right? and say, yeah, we need to do something with that thing we want. Like, Doing something is not always better than nothing. Mm-hmm. the The wrong thing is not the wrong course of action is not better than doing nothing. It's not, and so the Senate had that opportunity, but the Seventeenth Amendment changed that. Seventeenth Amendment made it so that senators were directly elected by the people, and so now we just have another House of Representatives. There's just less people in it, hmm. and they serve longer. Didn't know that. Yeah, and so that's part of that eroding of right of the states' rights. Hmm. And states power. The last couple of years, I've gotten uh, more interested in who are these House of Representative people, who are who is the Senate, and I really have come to learn more and more of like these because you always hear of these people in the news. I'm like, I don't know that they're all Congress people. They're all political. I don't know the difference. But lately, I've been like learning. Oh, you're in the House of Representatives. You're not as important as this senator because the way whenever senators came on, it's always usually a bigger deal yeah. on the news network. Oh, we have Senator so and so. I'm like, what is what's the difference between that and this House of Representative person. Yeah. And I realized, like, oh, they're higher up. And then it's the president. Oh, and then here's the Supreme Justices. And oh, like, I didn't realize the tears as uh, how yeah. many they were. Yeah. Interesting. And there's a lot of like intellectual dishonesty around things like, um, um, like the Electoral College now and the way like, oh, you know, people from Idaho have to, you know, there's, whatever, a thousand people in Idaho and they get two senators. Um, and so they're vastly more represented in the Senate than people from California are. Cause there's, we have, you know, tens of millions of people in California, whatever it is, 50 million, 70 million. I don't know. There's a bunch a of people lot. in California less than there used to be. Um, why though? And, uh, and, and we only have two senators, so it's not even fair and equal representation. Okay. How many representatives do you have? I have a bunch. That was the point. It evens out, right? Like your say, your state gets your more populous state gets a stronger say in the house, and 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 really, like they still only have two senators, right? Like every state's representation, every state's representation is even in the Senate, just not by population. Mm. So okay, maybe those two senators represent tens of millions of people in California and several million people in in a less populous state like Idaho. Right. But it it evens out on the House side, and it's not like a disadvantage. They're still just representing the views and the values of the people from their state, and they're still just two votes. Mm -hmm. 
uh, it uh, it just drives me nuts. I feel like I wish I listened more in high school and paid attention to it, oh it, all it, this crap. It wouldn't matter. We don't teach this crap in high school anymore. Hmm. Uh, like what we're teaching about civics and government, it's so woefully inadequate. That's part of why we're where we're at right now. Hmm. Um, so, oh gosh, I should talk about it because I can't remember his name. But there, there was um, a, a Frenchman who spent a lot of time in America shortly after our founding. And gosh, I can't believe I... Lafayette? No, it wasn't Lafayette. <laughs> I want to say maybe Alexis de Tocqueville. I only said that because of um, But he, he made the comment like how impressive the understanding of the workings of government, like what our, how our system of government worked, of the common everyday man was such a strength and so different from everywhere else mm-hmm. in the world. And we've totally lost that. I mean, we've to- just totally lost that. That does not exist. I mean, you, you see these men on the street type bits with basic questions about... Yeah, how many states you know, are in the United States? Who, yeah, who's the <laughs> vice president? Or, you know... Yeah. It's just... Jimmy just Kimmel usually does those bits. Oh, my gosh. And it's it's just... Now, again, you could get tons of right and great answers and you throw those out because that doesn't work for your bit. Right. But that with any amount of editing, you can get to as many people getting it wrong as you do. You get a whole-minute video out of it. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying, and it's it's yeah, you're right. But we don't we don't spend enough time on that stuff. We don't take uh, civics serious enough, and it's part of why we're we're where we're at now because we don't teach. That's part. Of, I brought up that book last week, and I think we put it in our in our links. Five thousand year leap. The five thousand year leap. Part of what's cool about five thousand year leap um, is it kind of talks about how how we made that leap, right? Like what changed, what freed the human spirit. But what it does a great job of doing is illustrating uh, these print like what what are principles of good government. Right. Yeah. So same as there's mathematic principles um, there, you know, there's there's laws of science, there's laws of physics, there's laws of math. There's principles of good government, too. And so if you break it down like that, it actually becomes very simple to understand um, like, hey, is that bill a good idea? Is this a constitutional amendment to my my state constitution? We actually passed a state uh, an amendment to the state constitution for minimum wage here in Florida, like the last go around. Um, That's the $15 minimum mm-hmm, wage thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So everybody's going to be able to afford everything. But then everyone will be fired. Well, uh, you know, then we'll just like, we'll just raise it to 20 or 25. Why not 50? Why not a hundred? Why not a thousand? Hear me out. Why not 2000? I can nope. see, I can see that happening. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hear me out. What about, um, and so, but when you understand these principles of good government, then you can go, oh, well, that, that is a good idea because that lines up with these principles that mm-hmm. I know, right? Or, no, that's a, a bad idea because that violates these, these principles of good government. So that's what's really cool about that book is it, it gives you this kind of ruler, this litmus test to, to judge government by mm-hmm. and start to understand why, like, hey, maybe more government in that area isn't a, a good thing or, or even a right thing. Right, and it helps you start to understand like where, where government is supposed to drive its power, like get its power from, um, and how things get out of whack when it gets its power other places, and why right. it's problematic. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, we're in an interesting place. I had a thought, just so we can end the pol- political side of this real quick. But I did think the other day, like, because it things seem a little crazy right now. The gas, the the border, there's a couple things right now, a little crazy. And then people are, I feel like people, some people act like this is the craziest time ever. And I feel like 
things have always been crazy. It's just a different version. And it's like, I don't think things are worse now than they've yeah. ever been. You I'm know. sure 50 years ago, we were all, the new, every news outlet was freaking out about something. And they're like, this is the worst it's ever been. And then now over here, we're like, this is the worst. I'm like, it's all probably been the worst it's ever been. It's just going to keep going. But everything ends up being fine. So, yeah, I mean, there there's some things, yes and no, right? Like, it's very easy to make the joke of like, oh, inflation's up, gas lines, we're living in the 70s again. Right. Um, so, yeah, some of that stuff you've seen before. But what we see that's different now is like this actual um, like deterioration of the, of the underpinnings of like the the American value and belief system oh, sure, that's yeah. being eroded away. Where it used to be, you're a Republican, you're a Democrat, whatever. There's there's big important things that we agree on and that we value. Right, right. You can go back and listen to speeches, uh, you know, uh, by JFK. Do that. He'd he'd get canceled. Like he'd be Obama like, oh, would be canceled you, today. You you right wing Nazi. Yeah. Um. But we you know we used Wasn't to share these. The, we used to sh- you know it was truth justice in the American way, right? Like not what your country can do for you, but what you can yeah. do for your country. Freedom was good. Capitalism was 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 good, right? These these things that we he was had, a Democrat, right? Yeah. 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 That's even crazy to think about. Um. You know, and so. And that's not that's not what we're seeing now. Like it used to be, you know, we disagreed on some process, but the underlying values right. were shared in the same. Go America. We don't we don't share values anymore. It, that's it's yeah. real problematic, and you can tie it to a lot of things. I you know, uh, there were a lot of changes we made in the early progressive changes that we made to government and education in the early 1900s that I think we're seeing a lot of the dividends of that play out right now. Um, you know, internet for all of its greats, like it's social media um, more. So we don't, we don't interact with each other enough anymore. And I said it jokingly last week, like there's a lot of things we say from behind a keyboard now that once upon a time it would get you hit and there was value in that. I.e. me. Um, but like we just, <laughs> you know, you, you go to the airport, you just traveled, you know, how, how many people are doing anything other than looking down? Oh, 100% of people. Uh, are everybody's, yeah. you know, everybody's on their phone or it's, um, you know, you're at Home Depot, you're going to check out, you go to self checkout. you go to cashier, I go to the self, you go to the self checkout, you need to withdraw some money. I don't know why anybody withdraws money anymore. You go inside or you go to an ATM, ATM, right? Like we've just reduced interaction more and more and more. And it's like, Oh, we're, g- Hey, let's, let's get together. Let's, let's go grab dinner. We'll, you know, we'll take the wives, whatever. We're invited by the friends and we're at the table and it's, we're, we're all, we're all on our, we're all on our phones. I try not to. I do a pretty, I do a decent job. If I didn't want to be there, I'm usually probably on my phone. Now that I said that, if you see me on my phone, I'm at dinner with you and I'm on my phone. You now know I probably don't want to be there. The counter argument is sometimes it's like, like it fuels conversation, right? Like, oh, can you believe this? Oh, sure. I just, you know, um, it's, it's kind of the basis for everything we talk about on the podcast is uh, junk we saw online and we feel like talking about. Because it is like there isn't, you know, we're not all going home at the end of the day and turning on one of three news stations anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, you, you know, that used to drive the water cooler talk, the, the whatever. Sure. So, you know, Twitter, you know, social media is the news source, mm-hmm. right? You're getting this stuff on online more so than, than TV and stuff like that, I think now. Um, so it's not like there's nothing good to it. There's no legitimacy to it. But I just, I think we just more and more we forget about each other's humanity. Yeah. And and it's a problem because once you do that, it's really easy to to hate somebody that you can devalue. Really easy. Yeah. Um and and that's where we're at. It's like if you don't agree with my politics, like you're you're sub subhuman. Like there's yeah. there's no room anymore 
for some, like nobody makes any allowance for somebody could have a genuine valid reason for disagreeing with me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I'm not applying that to like, you see it right and left. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, there's some human there, the way Nazi gets thrown around now. Yeah. It's, it, it's probably a it's little insane. too light. Yeah. Right. And it's part of why, okay, we, we see this violence in, in protests and interactions right now. Well, if you've, if you've convinced people that the people that disagree with them politically are Nazis, mm-hmm. think about what you're saying. Like, pick, pick people in history who were more evil, yeah. that are more reviled, that are, and you're saying, hey, these people that disagree with you, they're Nazis. Who, who wouldn't punch a Nazi? Right. Show, show me the Nazi. Yeah. Right? Like, we, we have, we're Americans. I got a moral obligation to punch Nazis. Right. Um, but they're, but they're, they're not Nazis is the problem. Like not true Nazis. No. Yeah. And, and so, and that, that happens in, in both that particular, uh, you know, accusation tends to come from one side towards the other, but there's, you know, there betas and all the other stuff that gets thrown yeah. the other direction. It's just this dev- communist devaluing, um, well, and that's the problem. Some of them are like, they'll tell you. No, I'm a Marxist. No, I'm a communist. But do they actually know what those things are? They just think it sounds cool now. I don't think they know what the actual outcome of those things are. Right. Um, You know, it's always, oh, but they didn't do it right. We'll do it right. Right. And tens of millions of dead people later, it's, oh, no, it didn't didn't work again. Oh, no. What do we do? If you could do human, if you could do communism, like with, with beings other than humans, you might be able to pull it off. Mm-hmm. But it's it's totally incompatible with human nature. One hundred percent, one hundred percent failure rate. Done work. Really, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And you can Google this and fact check it. Yeah, uh, go go ahead and and find the place that uh, communism works. I don't even know how to type that in. Yeah, find find where it got better. Can I really type that in and the results will pop up? Well, I don't know. Okay, so. I'm still confused why you're using uh, Google. Um. Because I haven't switched to DuckDuckGo yet. been meaning to. Uh, first of all, I don't know how to spell communism. <laughs> They'll fix it for you. Uh, communism success. Oh, does even, Google doesn't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to type out successful. And there it is. Um, examples, of, uh, uh, examples of successful communism in history. Uh, this is a Reddit thread. Yeah, I was about to say, from the always reliable And it's a Reddit. subreddit, Communism 101. Oh, look, <laughs> the hammer and sickle. Um, yeah. This was three years ago. Uh, this is way too much to read. Yeah. Oh, this is someone asking where if give me examples of it and then people answering. So, anyways, uh, I got I got no idea how we yeah. got here. But uh, well, we started with Elon Musk being on SNL. <laughs> now, if you stuck around, thanks. <laughs> I love how every time I'm like, no, I'm a funny guy. So let me talk to you more about <laughs> the fair market uh, capitalists. And, uh, what was fair. the one podcast we went really long on, and we were like, if you got this far, text us personally, Alien Platypus. Every once in a while, that I was Mike's. That was Mike's. Every once in a while, somebody still texts me. Alien yeah. Plat- somebody just the other day. Yeah, I got somebody. Text me, day. Alien Platypus. Probably the same guy. Um. So I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. We didn't do that with Becca because I'm like, dude, if you don't get to the end of episode eight. What are you even doing with Can your life? Can I be honest with you? 
so I almost skipped your space rant last week. I was listening to it the other day. I almost <laughs> fast forward it. And then we got to the part of when I said, like, if you haven't skipped yet, they've already, or like, I forget, someone said something. And I was like, oh, yeah, they already skipped it. And then I was like, I almost, I, me, myself, I actually almost, well, probably mostly because I already heard it. I sat, I was there. I sat through it. So, draw your Man. eyes all you want. Last week was good. That's part of why there's no guest this week. It didn't feel fair. It didn't feel fair to follow that. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, Kira liked it. She's the only feedback I've gotten so far. All right. Yeah. No, I, I'm i not making it up. I had uh, at least a whopping two. But, hey, uh, with our kinds of numbers, hey two yo. is statistically significant. Sure. Reach out and be like, no, like you guys are, are hitting your stride. Like That was... Really? Yeah, so which made me feel like Credible we were kind people of people that you care that they're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it was it was not solid. like your mom. It was, it was solid people, but um, it did solid give, seven. It people. did give me concerns that we were maybe creeping up to like eight, maybe even a nine, and that's why I dialed it back to the two of us. We we needed a crap episode. You had Josh offend out. people about obesity, <laughs> so my bad. Oh, dude, if you're a heavy set communist, you're out. Like it's, <laughs> you're never going to listen again. I'm with, so sorry. Uh, with your pronouns Come in your back. bio. It won't always be this. Yeah. Come back. I can get more um, free flowy and earth lovey if you want. You ever heard of uh, Wim Hof? Uh, I have heard of Wim. Wim's an interesting dude. Dude. Okay. I think I discovered him through, again, Reddit uh, comments. People are, I don't even know what. So, um, Kira, I know I hardly ever get the cold or any kind of sickness usually like uh-huh. COVID was the last thing I had and then before that I don't even know because I just don't ever get sick but I always take fairly cold showers uh-huh. um, and so Riho and Kira like we just watched this documentary um, and Wim Hof guy was on it and he's always in like freezing cold water like you see yeah. him diving all the time off of like ice things into freezing cold water I believe you can fact check me but I don't think it's worth looking up but I think Wim holds a record at this point for like yeah, swimming does. under ice so like yeah. cut a hole here and he's gonna swim too and yeah. it was a crazy distance and literally I've heard him talk about it like his retinas were freezing he couldn't Dang, see really? by the end because his eyeballs were I didn't know that part. And they had a thought about, yeah. No, you can watch his video. Like, the dude's super dope. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've said dope that many times today. Growing up. I moved on. Boy. But he has a lot of uh, science behind cold and whatever. And there's a lot of just, like, it really boosts your immune system. It helps other things. I don't know. And I'm like, holy crap. That's why I never get really probably that sick. Because I'm always taking cold showers. And that's only because... I have sensitive skin. And when I take hot, really hot showers, like my whole body, I just feel like super itchy and weird. And it's one time on the Arkira and I's honeymoon, I got in the hot tub and then it was pretty cool. Never really been in a hot tub, really, I don't think. When I got out, we got back to the room and my whole body, it was the weird, like I felt like my skin was like ripping off and it was from the hot. And sometimes I take a too hot of a shower and then I get that same feeling. It's like my skin is like, it's not itchy, but it's like very uncomfortable and Kira has to rub like lotion on my skin and then it goes away every time i think you've you've said the weirdest thing you're ever going to <laughs> I, I beat about it. yourself you top it dang it i'm like there we are i'm like now oh, the lego list that's i'm a- sure there's someone oh the lego list that's still i'm not ashamed of that at all i'm i'm quite <laughs> <laughs> that's no that's why i'm worried uh but no so um but he getting reading into more of Wim Hof he also does his like breathing exercise mm-hmm. he has his own app mm-hmm. on the app store do you know yes, about this app? I do do you have the app I do think I have it installed where's it let me look 
Um, I have it on my phone. Uh, I've done it. I did it a bunch uh, in 2020. Um, I didn't do it so much this year. I think I did it for the first time last night in a, in a minute. Since November, I checked. And um, so you do this breathing exercise. I do it if you can't fall asleep. Yep. They've yep. updated it a ton. Like, it's pretty cool. So there's a breathing exercise in it. Mm-hmm. I only do it. Uh, he says you can do it first thing in the morning or right before you go to bed. I like yeah. doing it right before I go to bed. Uh, and so like, it's usually I do it on those nights where you like, you lay down, you put your head on the pillow and you just go, it's not happening tonight. I'm not going to fall asleep anytime soon. Do you ever have those nights? Oh yeah. So that was the last night I laid there and I was like, frick, I'm not going to fall asleep anytime soon. Yeah. So then I was like, oh yeah, let me try the, the Wim Hof thing. I've, I haven't done that in several months. Dude, it, it worked like boom, instantly knocked out Yeah. in a couple minutes. So what you do is, do you know about the breathing exercise at all? Uh, a little, like I've seen and heard him demonstrate it. I don't okay. have it like committed to memory, but so you do thirty breaths of it's all through your mouth, go, <laughs> but like thirty times and fairly quickly, and you can follow along his pulse on the uh, or not his pulse, but like um, like a click track, like I'm basically like you type. you follow yeah. along and he he coaches you through it. He keeps talking. Yeah. You can have an option where you hear his voice like kind of coaching you through it. You do it for thirty times. And on the last breath, you go, all right, now hold. And he has like a cool accent. I don't yeah, know what it is. I think is. he's Icelandic. Yeah. And it makes sense why he's freaking yeah. under ice. Um, and so then on the last breath, you breathe everything out of uh-huh. your lungs. You don't breathe in like you normally would. If you're going to hold your breath, you know you, <gasps> no, you push out and then you hold it. And then you hear like cool little music like, doom, and then he goes, keep breathing, follow your heart rate. That's more African. That's not at all his accent. Yeah, why are you that Rafiki? <laughs> Lifting Simba. up Simba. <laughs> Anyways, so he's like, uh, slow your heart rate. Still a can't it, get it's it. It's a tough can, accent to can, do. I can do it if I hear it, and then I can do it, but whatever. So then the timer starts going. Starts seeing how long you're holding your breath. I hadn't done it in a long time. And just on the first run through, I got to a minute 15 on the first one, just holding my breath with nothing in my lungs, which I feel like that's kind of impressive. And then as soon as you, uh, you can't take anymore, you just double tap your screen. And then he'll say, all right, now uh, taking a big suck in of air because you have nothing. But then you have to suck in air kind of hard. So you suck it in and then you hold it uh, for five seconds and then uh, you release and then bro on that release it's like your brain has like an almost like a mini natural uh trip per se yeah for lack of a better word yeah which i was gonna say as as we're talking about this like when like the his breathing stuff it's worth a little disclaimer on the podcast like doing some of the in, in his like there's stuff like whims out there he's he, he's not the originator of of this stuff uh, and you know, he kind of stumbled across a, a lot of it naturally and has kind of come up with his own stuff. Um, but like you, you can get lightheaded. You could like, oh, your mileage sure. may vary, like consult don't, a doctor, yeah. do this around other yeah. people. And he says all that on um, his app, like don't yeah, yeah. go drive a vehicle right after yeah. you. Cause when you are doing the 30 breaths, he even says it while he's coaching. He goes, if you're feeling tingly, if you're feeling whatever, it's, it's fine. Like, don't like, obviously in that moment, you shouldn't do this while you're driving. Yeah. Essentially. Like you do this, you lay down in a very relaxed state, uh, and then you go for it. And then, but then, yeah, if you're doing the do quick breaths, the thirty breaths, yeah. your fingers and your toes do get like you, they kind of get numb. Uh, you kind of get a little. It does feel a little weird. You do get lightheaded. Yeah. And then when you when you breathe out that last air at the end, 
uh, your brain does that little, it's like really cool, but super relaxing. Yeah. And then you, and you do it and then you do it all again one more time. Then the timer starts over the 30 breaths and you do it again. And I usually yeah. do it three times. The second go around when it minute 15, I think the second round I hit maybe a minute 40. Yeah. And you, the more you do it, you can hit that bad boy up to almost, I think one time my record is like almost three minutes right. holding my breath. Just sitting on yeah. my head. I've I've been intrigued by Wim for a long time. He's really been kind of uh, just around the circuit of like podcasts and stuff. I like like Tim. Uh, yeah, he's been Tim, a lot. Tim Ferriss. He's been on there. Tim's done his stuff. Done the ice bath stuff. Done the breathing. Uh, Michaela Peterson is the person I've seen most recently. Jordan Peterson's. I don't like. I don't listen to her podcast stuff a lot, but I see, I see her on social media and and I follow yep. Jordan. Um, and I don't know if she's been working directly with Wim or if she's been doing somebody who's kind of doing his kind of stuff with the with the breath and the ice baths and stuff. And I, my understanding is that Wim in particular is not a scientist himself where no. he's like, uh, but there are people that are doing studies on the science of this and the cold therapies. And there are, um, and people like uh, Rhonda Patrick um, that's out there. She's done a lot of study on like sauna and heat shock proteins. And then mm-hmm. there's actually value in both. And that's why you see, and I think Wim does some of this too, um, like hot, hot, extended sauna session straight into cold back to the heat mm. um, that alternating and so there is science so right. Wim stumbling on these things and just figuring out that this works and seeing things like and they've they've done studies now these are n of one like that's your test pool is one which isn't very much right, right if you're doing a study but they'll do these studies on Wim um, and like um, you know inject him with like something that would infect him not seriously like they're not like giving him yeah. you know Ebola or dysentery or something um, I always go to dysentery because of uh, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire when he's talking to his kids like after they split up about their mom having a me but dysentery. But anyways, cool. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Um, but like Wim's just so like they'll give him something that should make him sick, and he does his breathing, and basically his his claim, but they it seems to bear itself out as like no, I can control, I can control my immune system, I can ramp it right. up, and I'm not going to get right. sick or. I can keep myself warm in the cold. So he's done things like hike Everest in shorts, which is doubly impressive because it's really cold and there's not a lot of oxygen up there. Right. Call back to the helicopter episode. Um, it all connects. It's all ties together. Circle of life. And we talked about Simba. Hey. Um, so, but there's, there's this history of like, I can't remember if you call them uh, swamis or what, like these guys that have done the same thing where they can like, they'll, they'll sit in snow and like meditate and do their breathing thing and the snow around them will melt. Like they'll generate that much wow. heat and they're out in this freezing weather or like they can even control. There was one guy. So I read this book. It's either breath or breathe. We could look it up. But this guy goes on this whole thing of like these breathing exercises and these different things that you can do. And he really gets into in that book. And I, I can't, let's look him up. Cause I want to, I want to give his, his book some credit. Breath? Um, actually it's either uh, breath or breathe. Maybe if you just searched on Amazon. Um, but he also, he particularly in his book, like really digs into the importance of breathing through your, your nose, rather your mouth, than your mouth, than mouth Why breathing. Why am I typing Amazon in the Amazon search field? Because you're not very good at this. And um, uh, so re- really, yeah, that's it. Uh, so Breath by James Nestor. Absolutely recommend that read. There's some, some really interesting stuff in there. $16. Um, just <laughs> get it on Kindle, bro. The audiobook is free. Zero. Oh, with the trial. With the trial. Yeah. Always a catch. Tricky, tricky. I like the Audible. artwork. I like the way that looks. Yeah, it's cool. Um, 
But like if you're if you're digging the whim stuff at all, mm-hmm. I would definitely check it out. There's something I've got a Muse headband. I think I've shown you. Uh, we haven't talked about it on here. I like a lot of this like the uh, biometric stuff. It is the headband. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I either like text you or showed you when I got it, and you're like, who cares? I judged but, you. Um. So the Muse bands, it's really cool. They've got sensors built in, so they're like EEG sensors. So it's like reading brain waves. Mm-hmm. So there's like three sensors across the that go across your forehead on this band. Uh, and then two kind of back by your ears. And then it's also got like a, a heart rate and a, and a breath, like O2 sensor built right. in. Right. And so it's for like um, kind of hacking meditation. So right. not like woo-woo meditation, but there's actually a lot of science right now being done and coming out behind meditation and the value of it for all kinds of things for uh, cognition and overall health and stress and anxiety. And that always intrigued me, but I'm also not going to like go sit down and I'm not going to dedicate the time to learn to get like good at meditation, especially not the woo woo part that that doesn't interest me. Right. right? Um, So the idea behind muse is like, it's tracking these things and it's giving you like audible feedback. Mm. So it's like hacking, like you can real, really zero in on achieving what you're trying to achieve with the meditation Right, and you you know, kind of, it's kind of like you know if you're getting it right or not. It also does really really cool sleep tracking because I got the soft one that you can wear mm-hmm. overnight, and so it tracks like what side you're sleeping on. So you wake. So in addition to telling you, and it's because it's reading brain waves, it's everything else is tracking your sleep through motion. Like I've got the aura ring, or you can use the watch. Um, all kinds, everything's got sleep tracking in it now. Right, but they're all doing it with algorithms off of like how long you're still and how much you've moved. Muse is like, well, no, we're going to see what your brain's up to hmm. to determine what what error. So it's like really accurate sleep tracking, tells you what side you're on. That's cool. You, you know, your breath rate, all that type of stuff. So it's um, that's really neat. But so they've got breathing meditations in there. Um, so part of what like he lands on in breath is like of all these different breathing techniques and everything, there's value to all of them. But like the holy grail is like these like just getting really good at being consistent with a, a five second breath, a five second in, a five second out, and particularly focusing on and really making sure right. that you can breathe through your nose because it, it filters things out, it humidifies your breath. Like there's all these different things that happen when you're breathing through your mouth, through your nose that you don't get through mouth breathing. Right. And so he even addresses Wim in that. Like when, when Wim doesn't tell you to breathe through your nose, he's through your mouth because Wim's trying to take people from where they're at, which we're actually literally bad at breathing. Yeah. At this point, like you wouldn't think, but like our palates have gotten smaller and there's all these things that have happened biomechanically Mm. um, that make us breathe through our mouths more. So Wim's literally just trying to get people to breathe. And so, you know, like if you listen to this and you go search out Wim, you're you're going to hear some naughty words. Right. Because every time I've heard him, you know, if he's not in a setting like a Good Morning America or something. He's like, just breathe, mother. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. seeing those kinds of videos. I don't think he does it on his. I've I've heard him do it on uh, his app. It's all clean. Yeah, I'm sure that that. Yeah. So so experience it through the app. But I, he was on Gwyneth Paltrow's Netflix show, and that's where Kira and her mom saw it. Yeah, and, and so but, was but part time. of Wim's thing, like the idea behind his, is like we just don't breathe fully. We always have these shallow breaths, mm. right? So, so you, I, I can hear his voice in my head, breathe fully in and yeah. fully out, right? That's what um, he's saying? Yeah. 
Fullian. I thought he was saying some Icelandic word no, this whole time. Fully. It sounds like this. Fullian. Yeah. And I'm F-U-L-L-Y. like, Fully. Oh. Um, See, so you thought you were going to teach me about Wim Hof tonight. I, I am sitting um, here amazed yet again. So today. so he kind of addresses, like, um, you know, like he's not knocking Wim. He's a he's a Wim sure. fan. Um, This uh, James Nestor, I, who I hadn't heard of before this book, and I heard him on, I can't even remember what podcast. Right. Almost everything at this point that I, I know. I'm like, oh, I heard that on a podcast. Um, probably not this one. <laughs> But some podcast, um, but is that five second breathing of of a five second inhale and a five second exhale? Um, something I've liked with the Muse that I've tried out, and they somebody if, you, if somebody knows more about this, maybe JP Donnell uh, can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think they they kind of use a version of this as in combat breathing to slow heart rate stuff, particularly for like distant shooters like snipers. But it's box breathing, yeah. So it's a four second inhale, a four second hold. A four second exhale, right. a four second hold. Right. And, you know, just doing that repeatedly. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't know how I'd like sit here and describe like the effects of that on me, but I can tell you I'm, I'm like, I'm a fan. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm like, I've been, I've never dealt with like anxiety or stuff like that. Like, right. Um, yeah, I don't get anxious. I've worked really. in high stress, but late, like it's the, the, lately it's been like, like catching up. Like, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, uh, I went and did like labs for, for my doctor and it's like the stress markers, like cortisol and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I, I was texting my doctor buddy who I reference on here all the time, but I texted him. I'm like, uh, you know, I was doing it like meme style, like, Hey Kayla, you stressed? And I'm like, no, not really. And then like cortisol comes back at and it was like right. 26 or 24 point something. Oh, Oh, I, I, I guess I am. That's crazy. Um, but so like in particular for like impact on, uh, like sleep and just like, overall feeling of like you know release or relief of stress that box breathing's been really and i mean that's an easy i mean that's literally it's nice to do that with muse and with the app because it's it's same thing it's giving you those cues and the sound of the cues change slightly i feel like that's what the breathe app on the apple watch kind of does it's almost box breathing is it not yeah, I mean, you can set it to how many, I think, breaths per minute you want on there okay. or something like that. Do you have those notifications on? I do, but it's like when they go off when I'm at work, I'm like, I am so, I can't sit here and... Right. It. I was, I've always wondered, I think they go off based off, I think it's reading something that goes, this it guy does. should probably breathe right now. Yeah, it's funny because when you go in and look at the settings, it's like you can set how many times it will go right. in a day, which that feels like, and oh, it it's going to be regular intervals. No, it's random. Or at least for me, it seems random. I see. I don't think it's random. I think it's. I think it's reading. Bi- it, it seems to me like it's reading biometrics. Like no, that's what I like, mean. It's yeah. not. It's not as particular. Like the. Stand- it seems like it would be like every forty-five minutes today. Right. That's what off. I'm saying. But it's not. It's not that. It's at different times. I, I've in never the day. looked it up, and I don't know if they've put it out there. But right. it does seem like. Oh, this would probably be a good time for me to stop and. and that's take what I'm saying. Some, yeah. Some breaths. Yeah. It seems like. Wait. You know that I'm not having a good time right now. Yeah. Well, I think like with the infrared sensors and stuff that it has, like it, it, has it can to. definitely read heart rate. I, I'm. Certainly, like uh, series six, it's doing O2, so I'm sure it can read breath rate. So right. I don't know if like mine's series four. Um, we'll see, dude. If they do, uh, I'm I'm not diabetic. Confirmed that with those labs with the doctor. But proud of you. They add they add glucose sensing to the seven, and uh, my series four will be for sale. Mm. It'll be time. But yeah, so I did Wim Hof last night for the first time in a while, and it was yeah. uh, pretty dope. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, I think you like if you're digging whim, like and I don't want to turn you off of that. So sure. um He does as I watch some of his stuff and it does almost seem like a cult. 
Like some of like he has like camps and people can go to the camp and they're all like in a circle and some they do they just do the crazy br- fast breathing the like a lot and also what he does with that fast breathing is like you can do the fast breathing for a good bit and then see how many push ups you can knock out and then boom you can knock out like fifty push ups out of nowhere uh, probably not <laughs> <laughs> we should can we try probably it after this like do not. a one minute how breathing long is, exercise how long is my headphone cord if it was longer, I'd totally do oh, it. Oh, yeah, all right. But yeah. uh, no, it, he has like uh, like little camps almost, and people, they're all laying it down, doing the breathing thing, and then some of them just start crying yeah. out of nowhere just because I guess the breathing is so relaxing. I don't know. Sometimes I had a, a friend, um, his his wife, now ex-wife, um, she was she was not a nice person. It was, okay. it was an unfortunate situation. But um, when she would get uh, massages. She'd cry? She'd cry. Maybe people just and respond she, to things and, like that. Like, I can't remember if... I, I feel my memory of it is that she she really, like... Um, like, she couldn't explain it well. Like, she lacked the vocabulary. She, like, didn't really understand why, but that mm. that it happened. So, mm. there's, there's things going on that we don't get. There's things right. that science hasn't explained. Certainly, you know, you and me and, and our beliefs and our worldview, obviously, we, we believe there's there's more to life than just the, the physical, and the physical is entangled with the Aliens spiritual, and there's things. And so, um, <laughs> Zorp and uh, yeah. so, but... Uh, um, you know, so the, the idea that, you know, there's some, uh, you know, emotional release that comes along with like that, that physical re- release of, you know, actually kind of relaxing the muscles or, right. and part of it might even just be like everything you're so distracted, like there's so much going on. And so it's like, everything's tied up in that. And so it's almost like if you just close some of the windows on your machine yeah like all of a sudden you've got some bandwidth to focus on this thing that you were like everything else kind of taking you away from it anyways um i I don't know i want to be very clear like i don't sit and do my box breathing and cry it's not (laughs) it's not my bag (laughs) hold Um, on hold on i got you hold there you go definitely be slower with that well so I added the sound effects. Those are on my Mac, and uh, that takes a little bit longer than the quick button over here. We can load our own effects on there. I know, but then I still want the other four. I really have four buttons. I can't. I, still, I can't ever remember. So we talk. I feel we got like deep in the weeds on our tech on episode zero, which none of you will ever get to hear. Um, and I don't think we've ever like really, really talked about it on the podcast, have we? Uh, no, like, I don't think so. So what we record to, what we record on. Um, is made by a company called Zoom, and they've been making digital recorders for a long time, but they came out with a new line um, called PodTrack. There's a P4 and a P8, and we got the P4, and man, it's just a really cool piece of tech. So it's what our mics run into, and we've got headphone outputs. Uh, you guys have heard us do the remotes with uh, you know the phones and the computers and stuff, and that uh, that audio feeds right into that, and it records everything separate, separately, and then it's got the stupid little sound pad it has a uh, little square a b c d and that's why uh when i hit the wrong one it's because i don't remember what yeah, letter the, need a, the sound is assigned to well and there's like banks i think there's three or four banks of sounds too right yeah there's several you can so you can choose you yeah. gotta remember which one you're on and which buttons what when you do it but right. it's it's a cool little piece of tech so well yeah. done zoom feel free to sponsor us and give us free things we hashtag them all the time in all of our posts i've noticed that you do that i don't think that's what's going to drive clicks but i'm glad you do it I mean, I don't know the science of social media. I don't care to be better at it. I just do what I see other people with lots of likes and followers do. As evidenced by the seller response to our fun size this week. Yeah, I meant to get some of those made, and uh, (laughs) 
I was in Denver and uh, just decided to not do anything. Yeah. So I did edit uh, last week's podcast in Denver, though. And I remember texting you in the mountains most of the time, being like, so what did you want me to tweak? What did we offend people with? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one asked me what we cut out. We did cut out one little portion. Yeah, well, you just edited it so well. You didn't even notice. I listened to I knew where I cut it. And even yeah. listening to it, I was like, dang, I could even tell. There was one thing that I really didn't want to lose because you said something that really made me laugh, but it had to go. So well, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, for the record, we don't really edit these podcasts at all. No. That no, was no. probably the first where we actually took out a little bit of. Oh, and it's, uh, yeah, I'll be honest, like, we can have a little, a little podcast counseling. Open up, open up, Kale. podcast counseling session. I, I hate. I hate that we edited last week at all. I hate that we even have to consider editing. You're far away from the mic. Ever. I'm gonna have to edit this now. So's your face. Um, like it's, I, I struggle with it because it's like it, it's antithetical to uh, just some of my my own beliefs um, about free speech and and discourse and everything else. And and so like I'm balancing that with just the time in which we find ourselves. Um, you know, like I don't, it doesn't do anything good to the podcast to end up like a few loud people hate something we say. And now, now we can't be hosted. We're already nothing. Now we can't be hosted anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Please, uh, please don't take away my hundred plays a week, please. Right. But uh, I mean, that sounds much like Elon. I'm being serious right now. Like that sounded sarcastic, (laughs) but, um, you know, more so even than I thought I would like, I, I love like, if it's not clear, like we're really enjoying this. We're really putting in a lot into it. We really want to to make it good and make it make it worth your time. And like I I don't know that I want to speak too much for you, but having like enjoying it more than I I thought I would, right? Like, um, not so much right now. Um, you know, but it's just like that we're in, just it's just the time like that. That's a concern that we're in right now. Yeah. That. It's just cancel culture. Like that, we can't just count on. Oh, if people disagree with it or they don't like it, they'll just tune out. They'll just listen sure. to something else. Like, like you I almost skipped over the space park because I was just like, meh. Like you, that you can't count on that. SpaceX launched and retrieved a uh, Falcon Nine that was the tenth flight for the first time. It's a big deal. But anyways, I mean, it's um, cool, but it starts and ends right there with me. Like, oh, that's cool. I just can't hold a discussion about it. That's my thing. I just I'll show me the video. Oh, that's awesome, and then uh, I move on. I I don't I I don't know. I can't stay longer than that. But it's interesting to hear you talk about it and tell me more. <laughs> Did I just crush your dreams? So anyways, if you're interested in getting into podcasting, we're actually interviewing for a co-host here. Come on. The time of podcast. Um, Do you know how to there's make- no interview. You can just come. Do you know how to make the lines move with their voices? Somebody does. Watch a YouTube video. That's how I found Somebody out. Somebody knows. <laughs> that, it, that gets commented on pretty frequently to me. Like People think that's a pretty cool thing. It oh, really? a pretty cool thing, yeah. Well, that's cool. I hear nothing. Yeah. Like everything else I do, I, ne- I don't hear anything. I only hear the negative. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's a cool little podcast recorder there, buddy. Who found it? Did I find it or did you find it? I found it. Yeah. I was kind of thinking Zoom was the right way to go anyways. But I use a Zoom at work, and I but I also have an interface, Scarlet Focusrite, Scarlet. Yeah interface at my desk yeah. and there is definitely a, a quality difference when i record on the field with the zoom versus the scarlet which is an, a big difference so we were actually aiming towards the four channel scarlet focus right for a minute but that joker is like 500 bucks or so 
I just I feel like we ended up getting just way more bang for our buck. We did though. We did, yeah. Especially yeah. with having the individual headphone inputs. The sound pad alone. Come on, give it up, everybody. You almost pressed the wrong one. I almost pressed the wrong one. So. So, yeah. Sponsored by Jocko. (laughs) (laughs) Except not. At some point, they're going to be like, oh, you guys want a sponsorship? Here's a cease and desist order. (laughs) Never mention. (laughs) My thought is, how many times are we going to post Dave and him, Dave Burke, David Burke, David R. Burke, and, uh, him comment or like it back because it's been at least two or three tweets clearly, or instagram clearly dave wants to come on the pod but how many do you think he's even gone okay who, who are these guys no I, well i don't know i think dave's just a, a good kid and i think when he sees people are you allowed to call him kid is he any older than you uh i don't know pretty old these days no yeah, true we're probably about the same age if i had to guess i would say he's probably like a year older uh, than you. but no i think i think dave's just a, a good kid and a company man and when he sees people loving on jocko go particularly his flavor he's like mm-hmm. right on yeah way to go and then it starts and ends and there. i'm okay with that too sure 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 but sure. maybe someday he's like why do these idiots keep tagging me right that's my thought like he's probably like, all right i get it yeah you guys want to you're Dude, trying to kiss up open i will literally bump any scheduled guest well, I mean, we have Dave like, Burke. yeah, who, anybody who, who, who are we putting on that would Trump? I say that and our wives are like, we really want to do the podcast with you next week. Oh yeah. We do want to plan a wives episode. Yeah. Though. Yeah. yeah. But we'll, we'll do a softer side episode. Softer I, side. Ep- again, we discussed last week. That's kind of offensive. Nah. To call. They're the, the, they're the fair sex. That's a positive thing. Not a bad thing. Soft. Uh, you, that almost feels like you're saying they're weaker. They're not as strong or as tough. No, no. See, words have meanings, and if I meant weaker, I'd say weaker. Mm, yeah. How dare you? I'm offended. Yeah, nobody is. Yeah. No. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, your offense doesn't bother me. Good. I'm okay with uh, offending you. Oh, anyways, to wrap up the Wim Hof thing, uh, they really updated their app yeah. when I used it last night and uh, but they had the breathing exercise thing I talked about uh, for free and it but it always said limited time only but it was like six months yeah. it was saying limited time only but then when I hopped on yesterday after not being on it for like four months it it was a uh, we only had five free breathing exercise routines which you could probably look at that like I can do it one time and remember the routine yeah. but there's something about hearing the music hearing his voice coach through it yeah. the t- automatic timer because I like to see how long I'm holding my breath because yeah. like, it's like a goal uh, but then he also has, um, you can put in, he has challenges, do a push-up challenge with him, do the cold shower. You can log your cold showers for X amount of seconds. It's pretty cool. Uh, so to get unlimited co- um, the breath thing, it's like five bucks a month on his app. And yeah. but then for the year, it's 35. Um, I think it was 5.99 a month. But I was like, this app's not bad. It's pretty, there's a lot in it. And, so uh, six bucks a month or thirty five for the year, right? Fifty percent off if you do the year. Yeah, it's a deal. So then I was like, I like him. I like. I mean, that's cheaper. Yeah, cheaper than being a solid ten pay. Hey, yeah, it technically is, but, um, but you don't get a mug. You don't get a mug, but I will be able to fall asleep uh, and have a stronger immune system, and my arms will be more muscular. So, I meant to start his um one of the challenges. You could, like it'll have reminders go off in the morning, afternoon, or evening to either do something. Uh, like, hey, knock out some push-ups real quick. Do a breathing exercise and then knock out some push-ups, uh, which seems cool. And then he has like health, other health stuff in it just to be a better person. So he's still yep. on the app. And I gave him $35 for the year. I, I told Kira on the way out before I came over here. I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know when I did the Wim Hof thing? I gave him $35. Bye. She's like, why didn't you? Okay, bye. 
But I was like, <laughs> I like him. I like the app. They're doing a good job. I'm down to support. Yeah. So support that, us on Patreon. That, that's what you do when somebody gives you something of value. Right. If you can, you support them. That's just right. what... I had no problem giving them $35. That's just what good people do. For the year. We'll see where we're at in next year. Yeah. So. No, I'm, I'm a fan. It's cool. I, for real, I'd say, especially like, like I'm telling you, like the listeners too, but for real... Check out Breath. I'd loan it to you, except for I'm pretty sure I bought it on Kindle. I buy on iBooks, and I wonder how much it is on iBooks. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been thinking about this because I, I was reading something about it or or listening to something about it like a week or so ago, and there was even when we were talking about Harry Potter last week, you're like, well, we own them all on iTunes. This whole digital ownership thing evidently is a I'm bit kind of kinda scared. Yeah, it's a bit of a farce. Yep. Yeah, I was reading about it the other day, and if Apple decides to roll over and die. I'm literally screwed out like 200-something yeah. movies. Well, not only that, but even right now when it's like, you know, we're essentially doing these digital book burnings, it's just, oh, like, that that book you owned, we edited the content without asking you. Oh, yeah. Because because some of that content's canceled. Or we edited it out. We removed this episode of that show that you, you quote-unquote, owned. Right. But you don't own it. When you're buying your, your movies and your shows and your books digital, what you're paying for is access to it. Well, that's why this new Mass Effect game coming out in an hour, um, I, I texted Adam, well, my best friend, Adam, should I should I buy the disc or should I go digital? Because I read today that like if in a couple years they wanted to take it off the store and you bought it digitally, you're kind of done. You yeah. don't get it. And I was like, that's something about to have the disc, though. You do have it forever. Yeah. There's no way to back up your iTunes purchases, which you should be allowed to do. I yeah. should be able to take the $20. I didn't, there's like two movies I spent $20 on. Most of them were four ninety nine. Yeah. But I should be able to take those and download the actual file and have the backup of it if I want. And I've Googled ways to do that, air quotes. There's no easy way. No, and there is... I'm rarely in favor of like a legal, like a, a legislative fix to anything. Um, I'm I'm more of the mindset like every time a law gets passed, we're less free. Yeah, you kind of think that through. Right. Um, you know, and there's there's already more laws on the books than there need to be to govern us as people. So all that being said, I, I almost feel like because I I don't know if if companies and distributors are just going to do the right thing on their own here, but there almost needs to be some legislation. Like, okay, if you are selling digital content, whether that's that's music, movies, books, whatever. Then, then your your obligator, you're obligated as the is the creator. Like, okay, Apple goes under, but I I paid for your content, same as right. if I bought it from a bookstore or bought right. it at Walmart. <coughs> so, what wherever that's still available, like I I have access to it right. because I I paid for that thing. So either give me the option to like physically download and hold a digital version of that right. that is PDF style, mm-hmm. you know, like I can I can play it wherever through mm-hmm. whatever medium um like because everything else is like everything else is sketch and i, I hate this thing of like oh we're just gonna change I, I would be mad enough about oh that movie you paid for is no longer available right but i'm way more ticked at somebody somewhere has def- decided that you're not mature enough to handle seeing mm. that content or hearing that idea and now we removed it mm. ah man no yeah. No. Right. I'm okay with Disney and some of the Disney Plus uh, movies that are kind of old. They have a disclaimer at the beginning, like, we don't hold these ideals, which some of them are pretty blatant. Like, that was kind of a racist dude uh, part in the movie, maybe. Uh, and I'm okay with a disclaimer at the beginning, but to edit it out or to but remove it altogether, like, that's, that was, I don't know. 
I feel like there's something to be said of just looking back and going, that's where we came from. Right. But to me, some of that's just, you know, it, it's like suing. It's like suing because your coffee cup didn't say caution. It's hot. Right. Mm. Like we get it. This is old. These are old ideas. Like we, we, we don't agree with them. We're, they're bad. Uh, I think on the road, I don't to need compromise, you to, like, on the I don't road need to you to tell me, say that. I don't need you to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I see both sides. I see you. I see you. But uh, yeah, I wish there was a way to download. Apparently, I read on the internet when I was researching how can I back up my iTunes purchases. Apparently, um, you're not technically purchasing the movie. You're leasing it or something like yeah, that. You're, yeah, it's like you're purchasing viewing rights or something. Right. And uh, there, there is needs something to, be, to like movies everywhere. Yeah. Like that's, that's a Disney thing. But not that. everything has... Oh, wait. Not everything is available in movies everywhere. What used to be there was like... anywhere? Everywhere, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, anywhere, yeah. It's Disney's app. Yeah, but uh, people said that they really need to update the verbiage to make that whole leasing argument stronger because they're everywhere you buy something online. It's but again, they'll have to be forced to purchasing it because it's going to discourage it. Be like, oh, okay, well, I'll go back out. Like, I'll, I'll just go buy the Blu-ray, right? Because I don't want you to just be able to take it away for the same right. price. I can have it and know that I have it, right? Or I'll just go buy the hardback book or right. whatever, right? So I am scared for that. Yeah, there's there needs to be a fix for that. Yeah, I don't know if it'll like if you sold it to me under the pretense of I'm buying this thing and and when and I think there's actually like a class action lawsuit for this now where it's like the the button says buy yes it it says buy yes so that infers certain things yep mostly that if I buy it then I own it it's mine yeah yeah because even if you can get I found a way through uh, Mac at least to get to the raw hard file of the movie past like the TV app all of that like the actual file if you download it to your computer like I mean they're geniuses they know what they're doing that sucker I mean I have some decent editing programs I have some decent whatever all of those apps they're like nope can't sorry we can't touch this movie sorry we can't yeah. touch this movie there's no way to rip a digital movie it's yeah. almost impossible so yeah so, yeah, so that's that, that it when I was listening back to last week like it it triggered it triggered me when I heard you be like yeah we we own them all on iTunes I'm like no you don't I know I think about it all the time whenever I see a new deal I just bought Top Gun the other yeah. day cuz it was cheap well, it's like, cause I, I mean, I've pivoted to that too so like you get sick of having like drawers or shelves full of stuff right. or uh, you know, like right now, I sold I sold my PS4 back whenever, however long ago. Like I don't even have a way to play a Blu-ray right now. Right now, I'd have to go buy a player. Yeah, I'm about to see how many movies do I actually own. Oh, there's no number. That's a shame. What a waste. On my Apple TV, it shows the number right there, but it doesn't show it on here. Also, well, hey Apple, can we fix the way that uh, seasons of shows shows up on Apple TV? Huh? Here's my theory. The people that write the code for Apple TV, how you watch your movies, how you watch your TV shows, if you buy it through iTunes, those people do not use it themselves. Because if they did this, the way this whole interface would be... It's the dumbest thing in the history of the world. terrible. Like, um, I lucked out on The Office. I have The Office on here, but I bought them years ago when they sold each individual season. It was like four bucks a season. It was a random... I thought it was a glitch. But I got all ten. Is it ten or nine? Nine seasons for like four ninety nine each, um, but if you buy the top box set, yeah, it's um, you they the way they classify it in the ordering is completely different. Yeah, and it's like cause I did that with Seinfeld. I have the whole top box of Seinfeld. The way you view the seasons and the episodes, it's like one it's long one continuous season list. Yes, but and then, it does a horrible job of like 
showing where you left off and resuming yep. episode. Because then it'll recommend, like, I'll watch Seinfeld. And it won't autoplay. Like, if I'm watching on my phone it doesn't or my Apple iPad TV. or something. It does on Apple TV. Ah, my. But it depends on where you play it from. If you play it from iTunes or the TV show's app, it won't. If you play it, if you go through the navigation of Apple TV, it will autoplay, I think. But then if you click it from the watch next side, it doesn't autoplay. I can't figure out which one it is. It's dumb. The fact that we're having this conversation means it's, it's bad. Yes, it's 2021. <laughs> when yes. one episode ends, you assume... Go Apple. I give you permission. Let me skip you assume, the intro. You assume... <sighs> that we, let me skip the intro. Which it does like on their shows, but not on, on stuff you bought shows. in your library. Right. Um, let me skip the intro and assume that I want to watch the next episode. And don't ask me, am I still watching? I hate that. That's why I like Hulu's watching Seinfeld on Hulu. I own Seinfeld on iTunes, but I love that Hulu doesn't ever stop and it doesn't ask me if I'm still watching. Yeah. And when I'm done watching, it'll, it'll be turned off. That's how I think. Like I'm watching it because I'm taking a nap and it's going to keep going. Yeah. Also, can they tweak the freaking office theme song to not be at negative 12 or negative six decibels and everything else is at like negative have you seen that meme that's like um you know who says you can't hear pictures and then you see the office it's like the paper paper company picture Mm -hmm. and it's uh michael screaming no and there's a couple others i'm like yes every everything you wanted me to hear in my head i heard for those pictures yep it's pretty funny but no, I hope they update this crap because it's uh, pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, we love you, Apple, but but fix get them stuff. together. Like they've got like they're worth over three tr- trillion. Three trillion dollars yeah. is their market cap now. They've got I don't even know how many billions of dollars of uh, cash on hand. Spend a couple of them and fix this stuff. Yep. For the love, M1 yep. chip, awesome. I'm in. New IMAX, gorgeous. Right. Fix this app. I really thought it was going to come with iOS 14 or tvOS 4, whatever it's called, and uh, it did not. So I, I don't know how long until they fix I this. I don't feel like they... With the new Apple TV, they should have fixed it too. Like, well, that was well, a great place to do that. Yes. I just don't think they care about the Apple TV much. I don't think they care about the I people think they, that use it. I think they do it out of a sense of like you have to have we need we've got to have some streaming box now. But you look at like they're putting Apple TV Plus. Yeah. You know, it's built into t- other TVs, it's built into other devices now, like it's not so it's not the walled garden that they usually are. Right. And so I just feel like Apple TV doesn't get a ton of love. Uh Apple TV Plus's catalog is not bad. No, it's not. Um I watched with the In Loves. Uh, what's the new show that is everywhere on ads? Um, with the guy with the beard. <sighs> what is it called? Mosquito. Mosqui- Mystic. The Mosquito Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake, is that Jake Gyllenhaal. No, uh, it's uh, Thoreau. It looks- Justin Thoreau. Oh, well, it. in that picture, it looked like Jake Gyllenhaal. He did. Okay. He does. It's not a bad show so far. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I think. I thought you're, there's one that I think is theirs that I think it's based on like a company that does like an MMORPG or something. Am I making that up? I, we watched that. We watched one episode of that mythic mystic mythic mystic. When I see the previews, I feel like it's a show I should think is funny. They, I watched the first episode. That's all I saw. Yeah. And, uh, it did, it didn't feel like they forced vi- There was a lot of video game tropes yeah. and they, but they did a decent job of like naming actual, like, Oh, you guys know who Polygon are? Or like Kotaku? How do you say it? Kotaku? I can't even say it. It's got that one dude from uh, Community in it. He's hilarious. That guy? No. Oh, the Asian guy? Or is he I don't Indian? 
I, I, I said Asian, and then I looked at him like, oh, wait, yeah. no, you're not Asian. No, that dude's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the other guy, right? Oh, the guy with the beard, the main character? Yeah. No, it he's a little annoying. The, I only saw the first episode, but he's yeah. annoying. It, basically, he created the best video game ever, uh, and he's a super egotistical dude. Uh, it it was okay. Uh, we all kind of walked away from the first episode like, eh, yeah. So we'll, I, I was going to give it another couple more episodes. Yeah. I feel like um, I hate people that, because I used to do this, and I'm so I'm hating myself. I used to just give it one episode, I'm out if I didn't like it. But you really can't. If you judge The Office off episode one. If you judge The Office off season one. Yeah. Same yeah. thing for Parks and Rec. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so basing it off of those two examples, I'm like, you, you, I have to, I at least have to finish it. Yeah. I did stop with Steve Carell's Netflix show. I don't remember what that was called. The Space Force. Space Force. That's it. <laughs> um, I did give up on that like five episodes in because I was like, I, I can't. I can't take this kind of humor. Yeah. It was bad. It, yeah, it wasn't funny. So, but Ted Lasso is fantastic on Apple TV+. Plus. I watched that with uh, the in love uh, mother in law, and she loved it. Yeah, she was crying in like every episode. Dude, it's they, it's such they, a feel good show. I don't, they pull off something that nobody else. I you just it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yes, it does curse but a lot. Then, though. Yeah, the language is because rough. they're in England and they're it's just a different culture. So it's they they say words we don't. Well, we don't however say. you want to justify it, buddy. But it like it is. Not a lot, especially television-wise, makes me actually laugh hard out loud. Yes. And Ted Lasso does, but then it'll get you right in the feels, as oh, the man. kids say. Like I was getting choked up. Like, like you're like, because it's just so like good things happen, and you just feel so happy for people. But we're going over. Look at us. Look at us. Look at this. Are, are you doing? Uh, are you being what's Paul Rudd? Right now? Yeah. yeah. Look at us. Hey, hey, hey! Look at us. <laughs> I do want to watch The Greyhound. We almost started that with Tom Hanks. It's good. I watched it. Yeah. And uh, I think we talked about it some on the pod. That might have been one of those weird uh, episode zero things. But long way up, long way down, long way round. The Ewan McGregor uh, motorcycle docks. Yeah, yeah. They're really good. They're really compelling. Hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch. They have a lot of content on here. I don't I don't think I've heard of most of these. They're just not marketing it well, which is funny because they just used to be such marketing they're, geniuses. They're definitely marketing freaking Mosquito Coast and Mythic Quest because that's but all only I here, see. Only here. No, I see it everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you where I've been seeing it, but I keep seeing ads maybe on YouTube and other places. I keep seeing the Mosquito Coast and Mythic Quest everywhere right now. Yeah. And it's annoying me because it's the same commercials over and over I see in different places. But anyways. Apple TV Plus. Part of it is there's just so much content now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to choose. Yeah. Literally last night we were trying to I was trying to find a movie to watch and we ended up not watching any movie. We went to bed because it took so long. <laughs> so stressful to find something. Uh, like what do I want to probably pour? ought to just go for a walk and and read a book and go to bed or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a weird problem. Do to some have. breathing. Yeah. Do, do some a little off. Turn the TV off. You have a whole thing. You you blew my mind with the whole blue light in the your phone is like one of the worst things you can do before bed. That's where I heard all, I, I I slap Kira's phone all the time because she'll sit there right before bed and just surf Instagram. And I used to do, I used to do that yeah. all the time. Uh, and it's so, actually and worse for you, which I actually think you you sent me or added the show notes. So there's some stuff lately. It's like oh the the night shift mode and the blue blockers doesn't doesn't really do a lot of things. But it, that was all from like one study. Yeah. There is some strong stuff out there that says not, but what is even more definite is like doing the night shift mode, taking the blue light out of your devices, stuff like that. 
Uh, maybe it's beneficial. Maybe it's not read the research. Your mileage may vary. Um, but definitely like if you'll just turn the screens off, if you'll just put the, the phone away or turn the TV off like an hour before bed or two hours, uh, you know, whatever, but longer is probably better. Right. Like what, our circadian rhythm like tracks with the daylight cycle and that's what gets thrown off with mm-hmm. the blue light. But then also like when you're watching television or even playing a game on your phone, you're actually triggering like fight or flight mechanism, like physiological fight or flight mechanisms. Like you're getting excited or you're getting into it or you're getting anxious and all of that. Just so like what makes you tired, what makes you ready to go to bed? It's this whole hormonal process. Hmm. Um, and that's where like melatonin does play a role. Some people like to supplement with melatonin. Um, but uh, your body naturally releases melatonin, but that'll get delayed like the more light you're exposed to, stuff like that. So we really are kind of built to kind of wind down when it gets dark out, mm-hmm. which is a bummer when the time change comes around and it gets dark at like 4.15. Can we pass that stupid law already and get rid of daylight saving but change? No, we can't because we can't agree on anything. I and know. Half the people Who want wants that. it? Why do you want Half the want people that? want the want. I like when it's dark out when I get up and when it doesn't get dark until like 8 p.m. Right. That's you're like the, a normal the, person. The one we're in right now, that's the one I like. This is daylight savings. There's people, I don't know, but there's people on the other side. No, we are in, I'm telling you, we are in daylight savings I, now. Just as a life rule, I never believe you at first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're, 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 I mean, you got a 50-50 shot at being right. So. Daylight Savings 2021 starts Sunday, March 14th. Ends, okay. see? Look at that. Because look at the word, daylight savings. But see, that's I think the argument is to get rid of daylight saving. You would no, be on standard time all the time. You would. The, the argument is to keep it going. For Not, sane people, yes. We yes. want daylight. So, like, there is We no, want to save the daylight all the time. Right. But, it, I mean, there is, you do, even before the time change happens, you do see, like, near the November, December, you do see on its own the sun going down yeah, a little bit cycle. earlier. It, it, yeah, it changes But then when anyways. you jump at a whole hour on our clocks, you exacerbate that. Yes. And it's horrible. Yeah, it, like, it's physio, like, the change is physiologically bad for you. It's yes. horrible for Suicide, kids. I think, it's goes up in those crazy parts of the stuff. month. We're like, yeah. why are we doing this? It's it's terrible. Like we quit being agrarian a long. Apparently, it's time not. Ago. It's a wives' tale or a myth that it's from farmers' origination. And I googled it once, and it, and it was right. But don't quote me now because I could be saying it wrong. Good story, bro. And then I found five dollars after I googled it, so it made this right, whole story right. worth telling. Yes, I love that. Yeah. All right. So yeah, but it's uh, it's as we sit here in front of our computers with a big screen and drinking caffeinated drinks. Yes, it's you would sleep better if you. Um, there's a, there's a few like solid science keys to mm-hmm. better better sleep. Right. Um, not consuming caffeine later in the day. Certainly one of them. Um, not not eating for a few hours before uh, bed. It's it's not like there's this magic number of, oh, you should never eat after this time. But it's a good idea not to eat a couple hours before you go to bed. Turning the screens off and just making your home darker in general, the same way it gets darker outside. Mm-hmm. It's not like you need to walk around in candlelight. That might not be a bad idea, but that's part of why I like the smart lights is yeah. I can make the house naturally just start right. to get darker and warmer and kind of emulate that, that right. candlelight experience or... You know, once upon a time, you would have it would have been a fire. You would have been sitting around a fire, and of course, you know the blue lights. You know, it's not like that's giving off blue light like a screen is. I have at ten twenty um, every night. All the lights, like, not all the lights, but most lights turn red, and it's called yeah, wind down. Ten twenty is too too late. Tag, like match it with sundown. It will do you better. I'm not even home at sundown. It doesn't need to go red. 
uh, but warmer, less blues, mm. and and like just less like turn yeah. the volume down. I mean, I do definitely have all the lights set to to warm instead of cool. I mean, the night dude, you can. Scenes, I mean, make yeah. them stark white until twelve p.m. I don't care what you do; it's your life. But if you're trying to get that wind down effect, which uh, my my fill is called wind down too. Look at us. Hey, look, at, hey, hey, well, look, look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Um, but uh, killing the screens. But um. Yeah, see, look at this. Will daylight savings time be permanent in 2021? Not getting rid of, but keeping forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, then cold. A lot of people don't believe that, but uh, really, like, the optimum temperature for human sleep is, like, ambient temperature, like room temp, is, like, in the 60s. Hmm. Yeah, so the colder, you'll sleep better. Um, a consistent bedtime and, like, dark, dark room. Dark, dark. Like, get rid of all the light. Yeah, I try to. Blackout curtains, cover yeah. up LEDs, the whole shebang. Yeah. And um, it's probably, and I can't remember if I've seen science on this, but it just seems like it passes the smell test. Like, I just don't think it's good for us. Like, our phones being the last thing we see when we go to bed and the first thing we see when we wake up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not all, like, I a- do. Ariana Huffington was selling, like, $100 phone beds or something like that. Like, you would put your phone to bed, and this it was literally like a little phone bed. I think there were chargers built in. Like the idea of being like you're not gonna take it to your room and stuff. So she's clearly a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs, but I, I think like I think we'd probably all be better served not to begin and end our day. Yeah. Just, you know, taking I definitely that start hit the off day. the old cell phone. I st- sometimes if like the alarm will go off and I'll just lay there and I'll hop on like Reddit or something just yeah. to like I feel like it f- starts up my brain because I'm reading yeah. and my I feel like I'm good whatever. I so I, I um like your phone is so many things, right? Like it's your alarm, it's your right. whatever. It's uh, it can be your devotional app, it's your podcast app, it's your news feed, it's whatever. But so mornings, I try to be pretty intentional about like it is what wakes me up. And sometimes like I've got the muse, like, I've slept with the muse on, and it's connected to it, or I, I wear my aura ring. But even that, I try not to like look at those stats and stuff first thing. Like I try to just kill my alarm. And typically, I'm a morning showerer. Uh, and okay. like I'll fire up either music or a podcast, but I try and like not hit the socials, not hit the email, particularly email. I'm like, we all do so much work for our employers for free these days. Mm. Like I'm sorry. Just, so it doesn't matter. We're just constantly available. Rather we have to be or not. I'm like, nobody's paying me enough money to, to check my email at 5 a.m. or 11 p.m. or I mean, whatever. I'll look like, at it, but I ain't going to respond till I'm in the office. Yeah, even, even, you know, e- even then I'm just like, it just started, it fires off this whole thing in your brain and it sets a certain mood. I'm just like, it, like work will be there when I get there right now. I'm going to like get, I'm going to get ready for the day. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to listen to a devotional. Yeah, I'm going to listen point. to some music. I'm going to whatever, like that stuff will be there. Like this is, I'm on my time right now. So like, how do I, what makes me better right now or what put, what sets me up better for the day? Can I set the Gmail app to not get emails from a certain account at a certain time? Uh, I don't know. Or like at least not the notification. I wonder if you uh, can do that. I don't know. Because I would probably do that for work. Like after maybe after 10 p.m. Because sometimes we have events that go late. Yeah. So maybe after 10 p.m. to like 7 a.m. I'm not Or 8 a.m. I'm not seeing nothing. Yeah. I can think of some people in your life that are that could hear. Well, they won't hear that statement because they're not going to listen to the podcast, but wouldn't like it. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to say working nine to five. So. Um, I did Google that uh, thing, uh, and it says just real quick off the front, it, uh, one of the reasons why it was here is for, uh, comes back a full century, daylight savings. 
The practice was originally conceived as a wartime effort during World War One. Germany wanted to conserve coal used to fuel light sources, so it was mandated changing clocks to save more daylight during productive hours. They took the idea took off internationally and was quickly adopted worldwide. I did not know that. Did you know that, Mister Sleepy Sleep? I should have known it was the Germans. Hey, we had a German listen. I saw that we had like one German play on the on the podcast. So hey, guten tag, Germany. Uh, is because I mentioned uh that they wanted to go to war with the world. Actually, I think it's because our guest last week has literally like been and lived all over the place. So it was oh. probably some friend of hers. Um, what I just said about Thanks, the friend. Germany wanting to f- uh, fight the world is a uh, an uh, Norm Macdonald bit. Have you ever seen that bit? I have not, but. It's top notch. All right. Yeah. Anyways, just type in in YouTube Norm Macdonald, Germany. So, so yeah, we're we're creeping over that two hour mark. <laughs> uh, I'd say we got to cut it out, but I don't care. Cut it out. It's it's whatever. Cut what out? You don't have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, no one has a gun to your head, and no one says you have to sit in one sitting and watch it. That's probably why our plays are so high. It's probably people starting and stopping, and I'm probably one of them because I listen like. 15 minutes on the way to work, and then I listen to it on the way out. I don't think each start counts as a play. You don't think so? I don't think so. I wish we knew. Yeah. I wish we knew what our actual play count. I wish we were smart enough to figure all this out. But (laughs) Well, if you made it this far, just listen to the two of us. You listen to the whole thing all the way through. Text us. No. No. I do still. I I, I saw somebody like a podcast post that was somebody I didn't know. I don't know if it's somebody you know, but... So all that to say, we threw this out there a few episodes ago and nothing happened, but if you're listening and you don't know Josh or I from real life, we'd love to hear from you. I'm still, like, that's bound to happen at some point. I just think it'd be really cool. It probably happens. There's too many, if the listens are real, if the count is real, there's no way yeah. that many people are our friends. I, it has to have <laughs> happened last week with, with Becca's people listening. Sure. Had to. Last week's place blew up. Dude, it's already, I think, past it's, 100 listens yeah, just on it's, that it's one alone. a couple days away from being our biggest episode already. So, And how is that? Um, Does she know that many people? I will say, like, if you've listened if you are, if you've listened to the podcast once and you don't really know us, we'd love to hear from you. But if you've kind of been listening, if, like, if you're a fan, if you would say, yeah, I'm a Solid 7 listener now, and you don't know us from real life, uh, reach out to us. Uh, slide into the DM, shoot us an email, whatever. We're Solid, the number seven podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Email address is solid, the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So when we started this podcast, we said we were going to shoot for an hour. That was the goal. And then we wouldn't talk about new things past the hour marker. Not one of our episodes is one hour. Or, okay, episode two is one hour and one minute. Okay. And that, but, so here's what's crazy is like the best performing episodes are longer episodes. Yeah, so episode one was an hour 17. Uh, That's uh, 141. But then Mike, last name redacted, which is probably, I mean, besides episode one, is that moved up quick. That's at 102. Yeah, but look, that one's been been out for so long now. And uh, last week's almost got him already. It's 10 plays behind. Yeah, so then the one with Rebecca is at 92. People like him some Becca. And that's only been out for like three days. So... What we're trying to say is thanks for listening. And we, we love you We guys. should probably just have Rebecca on more often uh, because obviously she has people uh, that will listen. <laughs> so kind of, kind of the plan. Again, I got, you know, whatever. Your listeners, your fam. I don't mind giving you guys some up? inside baseball. So, yeah, we like 
the idea ultimately is I don't know that we like I'm always down to sit and talk to interesting people. We're never not going to be into that. But I also like I don't want to be an interview show. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a lot of these guests, like the idea is that they'll, they're part of the, the gang, they're part of the team, they're part of the stable, like a good guest, they're going to cycle back around mm-hmm. and not everything's going to, you know, like we kind of went, th- we, we kind of do that interview thing so that you guys get to know them. Yeah. Um, and sometimes maybe that'll be so that we can get to know them. Maybe it's somebody that's we're having on cause they're interesting and we don't really know them, but that's not going to repeat. That's not going to be all the time. It's going to be, uh. Hey, back with us this week is, uh, you know, uh, right. Professor Rebecca Strangarity. You know, if you don't know who Rebecca is, go hit up episode eight. She's awesome. Here we go. Right. And we're going to explain then, and then Israel we're do to our us. Thing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm at a Israel or Palestine because hey, the internet has me confused. Yo, we, we, <laughs> we started that up. We, we started gotta, them getting angry listen, again. Here's the problem. <laughs> what we've learned here is that with our very small listens, listenership, listens. like, Solid Seven Podcast drives the news. We've seen it a few times now. And it's last getting week, eerie now. Last week we talked Israel and things are popping off. We got yes. to being really careful. Yeah, <laughs> what we talk about on the podcast. Well, everyone maybe might get skinny after this week. Oh, maybe, maybe. But no, yeah. So please email us. I'd like to know if uh, these listens are from real people. But uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be cool to hear from somebody that doesn't know us in real life. That's. Real life people, we appreciate you. We know you. We love you. Right, Thanks for thank listening. You. That's we cool. We appreciate it. Um, but uh, no, we and uh, seriously, like we're we're tiny, tiny potatoes. Uh, real podcast will look at our numbers. If 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 a real if like an actual popular podcast woke up tomorrow and had our plays, they'd kill themselves. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. real. Um, but it's it's big to us and it means a lot. So, and and it's awesome that you guys keep listening. And uh, you know, we see we see more plays each week. So please continue to subscribe and rate and review and and especially share that's you know almost all the ways i i find my podcast so sometimes one podcast leads me to another but something has to start that chain and it's a hey you should listen to this episode with this person or right you should check out this podcast i love it and uh man how special that is like if if you guys are digging it enough to recommend us that you know i'm not trying to get all touchy feely but uh uh it does it means here we go there it is. That's why I don't like it on the computer because you can see me building up to get to it because yeah. I have to like move things. and well and because it takes you fifteen minutes. I know because I have to get <laughs> to the window to hit it. Um, so no, that's really cool. We love it. And hey, if you if you want to take that next step, if you want to stop being afraid of committal, if you actually want to you know pay for the value we're providing, hit us up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash solid the number seven podcast. You can, uh, there's a couple different tiers there you can join. You get a little bonus content every week. Mm. Uh, $10 supporters get uh, solids, uh, an above average Solid 7 Podcast coffee mug that we've been sipping our Jocko Go from mm-hmm. all evening. It tasted better, weirdly, from, that sounds, never mind. <sighs> Hated all of that. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. <laughs> it happened. I could see the the wheels spinning there and nothing produced out of that. It's because I'm, I'm running low. I'm about out of my junk to go. Can I go home now but, on my 30 minute journey? No, because we have to do Patreon. <sighs> oh, you don't you don't like our Patreon supporters? No, hmm. I was I was like, ma like a <laughs> <laughs> celebratory. Now you're a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so but no thanks thanks so much for the listeners hey uh you know consider the support if you do that it means a lot it helps us make this happen pay off the, the super cool pod track recording that we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, that kind of we stuff we went have these and then uh and then expand we got we got big plans we got big big plans plans i don't know about 
We're going to make one of your kids' bedroom an actual studio. Uh, you know, maybe not be recording at either of our houses. Would be. I thought about that. Like, if yeah. we wanted to get like a like a like a place that has like an office to kind of like one room for rent and like those like industrial plazas. Yeah, or I've seen a lot of people do that. They just kind of. I wonder how much those go for. Like, how much do you think the rent would be? I think we need the. Lot, well, lot obviously not on our current budget. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, in general, I don't. I wonder how much those would be. I don't know. If I made it also like my like house. <laughs> Like my Hello, second home, there. my second home or yeah. something. So, but we appreciate it. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Have a great life. Out. <laughs>